With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As a kid, my dad's prized possession, my dad's favorite thing in the world growing up, my dad was the proud owner of a Mickey Mantle rookie card. Mickey Mantle rookie baseball card, mint condition, kept it between two little pieces of plastic. But I was a kid. I didn't know any better. One day I took that card to school and I traded it to a classmate for a candy bar. You know what that card is worth today? My relationship with my father. I mean it, my dad was no joke. My dad did not trust anybody. My dad did not trust anyone. In fact, he had a saying, but he wouldn't tell me. The DSC is back on the KGB. Joe Biden's presidential campaign is already sunk. Sunk? (laughs) Torpedoed? uh Done? At least on Google, anyway. Is that right? Users are reporting that if you try to Google the vice president to get to his official 2020 campaign page, it was nowhere to be found on the first page of results. But there is a realistic parody site as one of the top results that features images of Biden touching women and children. And it is doing quite well with the Google hit. Does he strike you as having a chance? Right now, he is leading all the polls. Is that right? 40%. The top candidate, number two, is Bernie at 19%. What is the attraction, do you suppose, these old dudes? I don't know. You don't want to have a young, vigorous person in the White House? I do. Yeah? Someone youthful. Yeah, I know. Top of their game. There's a lot of youthful people who are throwing their hats in the rings there. Mm-hmm. You got that Beto guy, you got Kamala. The top two are Biden and Bernie? Like- Biden and Bernie. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's like those two old Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting up in the box. <laughs> it ain't like that show. Welcome home, DSC, to 101.5 KGB. Greg, you're next here. Give me five of five cents. Nice. Nice. Oh, that's good. That's champion work right there. Let's hear it, Greg. Hey, check this out. Over the Memorial Weekend here, Yeah. I went up to Big Bear with my girlfriend of about three years to visit her grandma. And she likes to run, so she was running around the lake in the morning. She went running around the lake. Well, Grandma cooked me breakfast, and Grandma's a hottie. And All grandmas like, are. <laughs> grandma's a hottie. She's like... 70 years old, but she's a hottie. And I went in to take a shower after we had breakfast, and I didn't have a towel with me. This guy did and I said, I went, oh I need a God. towel. So she brought me in a towel. She was in a little negligee. She dropped it, hopped in the shower with me, and then I got her to shave down below. <laughs> Shaved grandmas. And, and we went at it. And it was crazy. But I tell you, it was one of the, this woman was not afraid. Was one of the best sex things I've ever done with an older woman. You boned your great. girlfriend's grandma. Oh Jesus! I bet you can't wait to go back up to the lake. Mm-hmm. I'm going back to Big Bear next week. Actually, what is uh, what's grandma's name? 
That one's name is Julie. Oh. Julia, Julia, actually. Get it. All Julies are hot. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the truth. I'm not lying. I believe you, buddy. Why would you make that up? Andrea, did you hear that? Yeah, I that's heard that. That's pretty nasty. She's hot. It's nasty? Yeah. That's dirty. Maybe you should go up there and make out with her, Andrea. Oh, no. <laughs> Andrea, I want you to think of yourself making out with a 70-year-old grandmother. No, 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 no. Well, don't worry, she's shaved. <laughs> do you have a grandmother, Andrea? Yes, I do. You should make out with her. <laughs> Did I miss anything here, Emily? Oh, do I want to take Ashley there? Hi, Ashley. Hi, Dave. It's Reverend Dave, you flush, reluctant grunt stain. Hi, Reverend Dave. Thank you. Was it flush reluctant? Yes. <laughs> well, you know, I'm sorry about that, Ashley, but you did violate the rules. I know. That was brilliant. Come on. Come on. I love it. Andrea? Yes? Think of yourself now making out with your grandma. Stop! All right, what about Grandpa? He shaved, too. I will then just think of Grandma and Grandpa making out with each other. Old people's sex, gross! I love old people's sex. <laughs> old people's sex it. is... Th- <laughs> Andrea, we will make you honorary mention today, but the winner is Grandma Bone and Greg. I bet he did. Yeah. Did you do everything with Grandma? I'm telling you, she's clean. Once she shaved, it was all. Okay. She was 30 years younger. All righty. Wow. All the gray hair was gone. Did you do everything with Grandma? I did everything. I'm curious. Um, <laughs> where Grandma lives? In Big Bear Lake. Is there a back door? Um, I'm sure there is. I'll find it next week. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can break this Little something from Sammy. I'll give him your regards when I'm hanging out with him tonight. I'd love Sweet. to stay out and hang out with you tonight, but Sammy and the fellas called me up for a little jam session in the Hollywood. Got a scram. Wow. <laughs> Icon show is tonight from the iHeart Theater in Burbank. 
You'll hear it tonight at 7 o'clock here. Don't worry if you're going anywhere else in the country. We're playing it all across the United States tonight. Yeah. Sarah, give me a quattro. Yeah. Ooh, wow. Yeah, that sounds, like, sounds like that sick horse that can't make it to the Belmont Stakes. <laughs> Was that Country House checking in with latest on its cough? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> was Eric's mood no. <laughs> when you got home last night <laughs> yesterday and you said uh, Eric dear mm-hmm. why don't you go get the I'm right plaque <laughs> and hand it over to mama again <laughs> how'd that go Victor it's good it's the way it should be yeah he was not happy. We had no. both posted polls on our Instagram, and he had won both of those. So he was bitter that the 10 listener poll, which reigns supreme overall. Instagram is cute. Yeah. It's darling. Yeah. I think it's very sweet for people who want to <laughs> pretend that they have any kind of, you know, <laughs> voting power. Right. But uh, when you've got a 50,000 watt 10 listener poll. Right. Can't mess with that. No, you don't. And then he was bitter that it was rigged in my favor because the listeners love me. And I said, there were people that called in and said, Team Eric, all the way. You had support. It wasn't a 10-0 sweep. So you can't claim that it was completely in my favor. But it was 6-4. to four. Yeah. It's tied most of the time. He had the lead at one point. And on the show, I'm the only one that agreed with him. And Sarah, to an extent. I did, too. I, I, yeah, to an extent. Oh, yeah. You just said you didn't do it. Yeah. Uh, I don't recognize <laughs> anything you have to say. <laughs> yeah, we're waiting to see if you're going to make it, true. frankly. Uh, oh, kind of what? oh, my God. We'll let you know. Just want you to sit there. Keep it up. I'm going to turn your mic I'll off. Let you know. <laughs> this is a teammate, bro. <laughs> turn your mic off, this. I'll let you know. Right. Sarah said it wasn't sealing, but she wouldn't do it because it's gross. Here's the important part. You know, we never finished off this discussion. Because I I, I did hear some interesting thoughts on it. The whole thing was whether or not you sample the grapes at the grocery store when you buy them. Mm-hmm. Eric was mad at Emily because she brought home a big pile of bunk grapes. Yeah. And he's like, why didn't you try them? And this is where the whole debate started. She's right. like, I, 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 I can't steal it. They're dirty. I haven't washed them yet. Well, all of it. All that. And he's like, I do it all the time. This is how we don't end up with bunk grapes here. They didn't like each other's shopping habits, the whole thing. Right. That's when Boyer pointed out, I don't sample them, but if I did have bad ones, I would return them. <laughs> Which is what all normal people do. <laughs> yes. And now my favorite fantasy is... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply to think of that line. You know that line that sticks out of that lonely door at Costco? Yep. Yes. That wonderful. Mm. You got the giant garage doors where everyone walks in, but there's that one little crappy door yep. with about 40 people snaking out of it, and they all have their crappy boxes all bent and open from the past 48 years <laughs> right. of stuff that they're now returning. A woman with the Christmas trees in that line. Right. Someone's got a half-eaten ham. Yeah. You know? <laughs> the worst line ever. Mm-hmm. The return line at Costco. I like to think of Boyer there in his tomato red shirt. Yeah. Is this his red shirt and what pants? I feel like tan navy pants or navy pants. Remember, it was a clash. A really. Bad it was really clash. bad. I think it's a tomato red shirt and tan oh, shorts. He had plaid shorts on. Yeah. Oh yeah, the blue one. White. Yeah. Tube socks. Dung brown chucka boots, big floppy hat, returning his grapes at Costco. That's what I like to think of. Yes. It's a beautiful image. The bottom line is there was a fight, there was a disagreement. They don't shop the same way. No one's changing their behavior. The bottom line is they got some bunk grapes. They gave them to the kid. Everyone's happy. <laughs> They yes, know the difference. No, they, no, they gave them to the kid. They put them in the no. freezer and they pulled them out and they called them popsicles. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Those are his dessert now, frozen grapes. So everyone's happy, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, these are crappy. What do we do with them? We wouldn't eat them. They're not fit for us. Give them to the kid. <laughs> if you don't have a dog, what are you going to do? There you go. He everyone's know happy. So. I hope you're not suggesting you would give your dog grapes, Boyer. You should I, know better, you know, grapes. Boyer. Uh-huh. Grapes are, are lethal to a dog. That is correct. Thank you for that. That's why I pointed out you should give them to your dog. <laughs> Crepes are lethal. Uh, that is correct, sir. Yeah. And raisins. Yeah. Um, speaking of bunk stuff, I'm watching NCIS last night. Mm-hmm. Gibbs takes a phone call. This show is in 2019, okay? It's 2019. Here's Gibbs with an old flip phone. The little stubby ones. You oh know, the God. ones that are about two inches thick. Yeah. You know? 
What is this? From 10 Seems years ago. Though. He's a cranky old man. Does that even hook up to the world anymore? <laughs> Does it even work? Does it connect? Well, that, uh, old the kind people. when you're texting, you know, you've got to go through, you got to go through the, the, the numbers on the phone, A, B, C uh-huh. for two. Yeah. You got to keep texting and rolling through the letters to get the character that you <laughs> right, want. Right. Uh, I want to text back, okay. Give me a half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> They're supposed to have all the latest high-tech gizmos. You'd think. Yeah. I mean, it's NCIS. Yeah. They've got laboratories and stuff. But there's Gibbs with his 1996 Razor phone. Well, it wasn't even a Razor. It was the chunky, fat kind. <laughs> Dope. Stupid. <laughs> What's going on in the world? I can tell you the latest on Nora O'Donnell and Gail King. Oh, cool. please. Bill Nora it. got the job. Yeah, I heard yeah. that. Nora got the job that she's been chasing for years. Well, Jeff Gore is out mm-hmm. as the anchor of the CBLC Dolls. Mm-hmm. Nora O'Donnell, who I had suggested years ago, is moving in. If I can't have my beloved Bob Schieffer. Right. Okay, bring in Nora O'Donnell. Yeah. But there was a horrible headline on page six, the New York Post. Uh-oh. And uh, it basically said, Nora O'Donnell not getting nearly as much money as Gail King. And that was a headline. It was like really written like that. That hurts. Kind of rude. She's going to be the anchor of the CBS Evening News starting, um, I think, a week from Monday. She'll be getting the job. And... They made the big announcement on the CBS Morning News where Nora O'Donnell and Gail King worked together. Mm-hmm. Uh, they might be done now. I'm not sure. Gail is going to stay there. Nora's going to go to nights because that's as far away as we can put these two women who hate yeah. each other's guts. Mm-hmm. In fact, Nora got her final wish uh, in lieu of getting as much money as Gail gets. Gail's going to get the top dollars. Okay. Nora gets to move. The entire CBS News operation of Washington, D.C. Oh. They can't even be in New York together anymore. Wow. Because they hate each other's guts. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Gail's getting a raise from $5 million up to $11 million. Jesus God. To stay at the CBS this morning. Wow. Is that a year? Oh. Huh? Yeah. Is that per year? Yeah. Oh. Wow. That's impressive. Nora's going to get $8 million for the CBS Evening News job. She was, you know, she was making five million. So that's a nice raise for her. Poor Jeff Glor. He was like, oh, I wasn't even getting three million dollars. <laughs> really? I was, a, I, was a, I was a bargain. <laughs> yeah. They were announcing. Nora and uh, Gail were announcing this earlier this week. The big news. And uh, they were about, I don't know, 30 or 40 seconds into it. And then Gail was doing, we don't know what's going to happen with Jack, but we certainly wish him the absolute best. Yeah, oh, see you later, yeah. pal. Mm-hmm. So long. Anytime they describe it as plunging ratings. Oh, <laughs> that's what they call it. I think that wow. guy's going to Good Morning Poughkeepsie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Nora's going to get all kinds of perks. They'll move to Washington, D.C. because that's where Nora's family is. Uh, they also gave her a promotion at 60 Minutes. She's going to have a whole team of producers working on all kinds of great shows. These are all things that Jeff Glor wanted, but he did not get. Despite plunging ratings. <laughs> plunge. Yeah. Plunging. That's a word often used when you're trying to clean out a toilet. Plunging. <laughs> it's only good if it's a neckline. 
Uh, <laughs> sources say that Jeff Glor has been on borrowed time. Oh. CBS executives have long insisted that Jeff Glor's job was safe. Well, you know, <laughs> you know how that goes. Uh-huh. Hey, the job is safe. That's Next when you got to worry. When, you're, when your bosses tell you your job is safe, start packing. Get yeah. your box. Start oh. packing. You're going to have about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A senior executive uh, called to complain that it was outrageous to report that Jeff Glor was on the chopping block. <laughs> oh, boy. It's outrageous. He's safe. I mean, obvious. Sorry. But uh, Jeff was given a whole 18 months. And uh, it just didn't happen. Mm. Gail King will be joined by Anthony Mason. Mm. I like him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tony something or others, the co-host of the CBS this morning. And everything turned. Everything turned for Gail King when she had that interview with, uh, who was it? R. Kelly? R. Kelly. Right. Yeah. And she kept saying, oh, Robert. When he yeah. started flipping mm-hmm. out, she remained calm. Yeah, he lost his mind. She just sat there like a robot. And everyone was like, oh, my God, look how great she is. And that's when... The whole world changed for so her. So talented. <laughs> I guess. How, how yes. much did you say she was going to get? She's going to get $11 million. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's yeah. doubled up her salary. Remember the morning, year? the morning person ever <laughs> getting more than the nightly news guy. That person's always made the most. Well, oh. no. Did, did you hear what I was saying? Gail has been making $5 million for the past several years. Well, right, right. Jeff didn't even make three. Okay. So this has long been in place. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, well, I remember back in the Peter Jennings days, if you he was said making. That, like, I didn't listen to you because I don't pay attention to what you say. That was getting all the numbers I get mixed up. What was that? The numbers I get mixed up with oh, numbers. Okay. okay, keep it all straight. There you go. How's everybody? Great. Excellent. How are you? Fantastic. Fantastic. You nervous? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Are you much. terrified about tonight's experience? <laughs> Thank Dreading you. it. Gonna wear a diaper! <laughs> <laughs> Always that. Ruth. Are you terrified? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Are you worried you're gonna really screw it up? Ruth? You know? Fall flat on your that. face and stink up the joint? Ruth? <laughs> it's normal to be nervous and it's okay to oh, talk geez. about it. Uh, yeah. oh, it's okay to talk about how you're probably gonna blow it. <laughs> It's a $1,000 double pay work day on the air right now. If you text me the nationwide keyword ticket, probably going to win $1,000 instantly. Someone will right now. It won't be you if you don't play. So come on now. Start texting ticket to 200 200 to win instantly. It's a thousand dollars a year. No, no, it's a thousand dollars right this second. On this double pay workday, we'll do it 16 times today here on 1015 KGB. All right, Chainsaw, what are we going to talk about next year? The Padres and Mets were at the Glev last night. And uh, playoff hockey tonight in San Diego and even more playoffs all around the country. Wednesday morning with the DSC Radio Show. Here we go, straight to the chainsaw now. We're doing sports live on 
101.5 KGB. Good morning. Well, good morning, and thank you, David. And hello again, everybody. In the sports world, a 5-2 Padres lead disappeared when the Mets scored three in the seventh and then tied 5-5 in the ninth. The Mets had a runner on. 2-2 two two uh, to Alonso. Cano leads from first. Here's the pitch. Swing and a drive. Deep to left. Forget it. This baby is long gone. I mean way back for a long two-run homer that hit the edge of the old Western Metal Supply Company warehouse way out in left field. A Got it. homer for Alonso. 7-5 New York. Instantly SNY puts up 449 feet on that home run. The home plate umpire, Bill Miller, is talking. He just take his back. Talking to Alonzo here. I don't know what that conversation was about. I don't think it had- With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Anything to do with Alonzo's bat? Uh, yeah, I did. I'll tell you what happened. After he hit the ball, Alonzo flipped his bat, and it sailed right over our catcher and the umpire and landed behind them. Total jerk move. Alonzo didn't even care. You jerk. Uh, Padres <laughs> lose 7-5 at Petco. We have a rubber match today under the sun at Petco Park. And who better to sing about rubber matches than safe sex advocate Ruth 66. Take it away. I thought that went very, very well. Padres match, first pitch, 1240 our time in the Glev. Uh, we have goals hockey tonight at the Madhouse near Midway, leading the Bakersfield Condor. Anything? Fuck! Thank you. Uh, two games to none in this best effort. of seven series. Just brilliant. <laughs> Uh, the San Diego Gulls host Game 3 tonight. First puck, 7 p.m. at Pachanga. Our sister station, AM 1360, will have the radio call. In the Stanley Cup playoffs, the St. Louis Blues and Dallas Stars played a Game 7 last night. Blues have the puck. Thomas off the wall. Shoots, and it's in. It's they good. score! It's the St. Louis in. Pat Maroon. Bring out the Zamboni. Pat Maroon just put the city on his shoulders, and he sends him to the conference finals. A 2-1 win in double overtime over the Dallas Stars. Now, this was the third Game 7 settled in overtime this playoff series season. The first time in NHL history. Three Game 7s finish in overtime. The Sharks and Avalanche play their Game 7 tonight. Meanwhile, in the National Valley. 
board tonight? Call the party line. 176 Party. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, and talk to other horny teens just like yourself. I'm going to have fun tonight. I'm going to call the party line and talk to hordes of glamorous people and cute guys. Hi, my name's Judy. I'm 5'11. I weigh 100 pounds, and my measurements are 36, 23, 36, and I'm 14, and I like Metallica and blue eyes, and I want to be a model and study surfing in Hawaii. What do you look like? Well, my name is Vern, and I'm really, you know, neat looking and stuff like that. I like to stay in my room and where it's really dark, and I like to play with my fishes and stuff like that. And I like Pop-Tarts. <laughs> the Party Line. Just $4 a nanosecond plus toll, if any. And there will be. Be sure not to tell your parents. Skidball Association. <laughs> Toronto tattooed Philly by 36 to take a 3-2 series lead there. That's Kawhi and company. Uh, the Nuggets blasted the Blazers by 26 to take a 3-2 lead there. Tonight, the Bucks can finish off Boston leading 3-1 and a pivotal Game 5 for the Warriors and Rockets who are tied 2-2. In other sports, David. Chase, you have some experience being Little League coach, do you not? Yes, sir, sir. So, so many different things that you have to concern yourself in taking care of these kids. Mm-hmm. One of them is what do you do when you hear one of the kids using naughty words? Mm. Right? Foul yes. language. Yes. And you got to address that as yes, the coach. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we have a situation. Uh-oh. We have a youngster who is uh, using foul language. Uh-oh. And I don't think it's that surprise, that much of a surprise, that he's using foul language when his mother... Uh-oh. Spends all day trying to suppress him from talking. Stop talking. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Wait till you hear the story. From old foul mouth Magoo. Oh, no. Yeah. We got to get to the bottom of this. And I know all the words. <laughs> How would he pick up any dirty words in that house? Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh, we have a we had a moment. We had an encounter. And it's she, ugly. And she's gonna tell? It's coming up next. Yes! It is 638 and 14 seconds, and this is your 1015 KGBFM Sports Network. Oh my. So Chainsaw, tell me something. You have years and years of experience coaching little kids. Yes. Little league kids. What do you suppose is the first thing? You want to talk or teach these kids on day one. First thing. Uh, see it and hit it. Okay. See the ball. Yes. Hit the ball. Yes. You're, you're playing baseball, right? Uh-huh. When do you get around to how to talk dirty in the locker room? <laughs> when does it? Baby, talk dirty to me. This is going to happen at some point, right? Yeah. Some of these little kids are going to get frustrated, or maybe it just comes out in their language. And uh, a naughty word yes. is going to come out. And I suppose things are coach to coach. Maybe some coaches don't care. Maybe some do. I don't know. Do you feel like you have a responsibility to address that if you hear a little five-year-old cursing up a blue streak? Yes. You do? I, okay. And I would uh, wander out there and have a little private chat with him quietly. Yeah. And then send him back to the batter's box or the field or wherever. Individual private conversation. Yes. A little time out for a second here. Go out there. A little quiet chat one-on-one. But emphatic and uh, resolved. We're not going to have that kind of talk, right? Right. I got a text from Sarah. Oof. Sideways. <laughs> yeah. Sideways yeah. about this. Young Master Shane 
<laughs> is uh, walking in his father's skates now. It's going to be a hockey family. Yep. And uh, he's playing hockey. You didn't tell me that I could talk about this, did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Give me that look like, can't believe you're talking about this. <laughs> uh, just, it's still fresh. You're mad. It's still hot. Yeah, you're hot about this. What happened? You walked in on a conversation with your son and your husband. Yeah. And you could tell that there was uh, discipline going on, right? Totally. Shane what had his head down and was kind of cowering like he was really upset. And Chip was definitely reprimanding him for something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, Shane's in trouble. You know what that sounds like when Chip's reprimanding, don't you? You've heard that before. Yes, mm-hmm. I have. I know what I'm hearing. And, you know, it was, they were in the locker room. and they So were you're just, like, hey, what's going on here? I got to know. Yeah. You're, I you're walked curious. I right them. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wonder, what happened here? They were in the corner, you know. Yeah. So I go up and um, I asked Chip what's going on. And Chip told me that another ref overheard Shane while the boys were in the locker room getting dressed. He overheard Shane talking to the boys. Said either. 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 The F word. Yeah. Or friggin'. Yeah. And he's not sure what Shane said, but he said, hey, you know what, buddy? Don't talk like that here. We're not going to use that language, whatever. You, you We're know. hockey players. Yeah. We don't talk like that. So did he um, did he encourage his son to work in the name of the Lord the way no. good Jesus warriors do like yourself? Like. No. JFC. If we're going to swear, we're going to make sure that Jesus is part of the equation. I think he left Jesus out of the conversation. JFC or HFB, right? We make sure that the Bible is involved somehow, right? That's another good one. Right. I know. As long as as we say it with love for Christ. Yes. Then it's okay. So the ref heard the the F word. Mm -hmm. And it it was Shane. Now, have you ever heard Shane drop the F bomb? Oh. Yes. Oh. <laughs> but it was when he was a little bit younger and was a little parrot and was repeating back exactly what I had just said. Yeah. <laughs> so I haven't heard him use it in the context on his own. Yeah. You know, the way that it apparently happened in the locker room. So, okay. It's a little family moment here. I think it's being handled properly. Mm-hmm. Dad Chip is talking to his son. Uh, sounds like, you know, it's not losing his mind or anything like that, but he is exerting some stern fatherly discipline yep. on his son. You're not going to talk that way. Right. A lot of times a son will get scared, maybe even cry when this is happening. So, okay. Get it. All right. That's okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, that's fine. That's okay. Totally. Everything was fine. Right up until Karen walked in. Oh, oh God. Karen. Karen, mind your own business. Karen, mm. who is a human being. Yes. And as a human, mm-hmm. she has a right to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And Karen butted in, didn't she? <laughs> oh, yeah, she sure did. And Karen's Karen another was. hockey mom? <sighs> yes, she was another hockey mom. And what did Karen have to say? She goes, she she's in the other side of the locker room yeah. getting her boy dressed or whatever. And she pops over and goes, excuse me, I'm sorry. Did I hear you say that one of the boys was cursing back here? Did I hear you say that? Because I was trying as hard as I could to listen from across the locker room. Seriously. Boy, you women have that radar ability. Yep. My wife can do that. We're sitting there small talking at a restaurant. She's like, oh, she's focused in what's going on seven tables away. Mm-hmm. Yep. I get it. It's a superpower. But I'm crushingly boring. No. 
But man, she'll hear every single conversation at every table. So Karen, paying attention to your family instead of hers. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And decided to get involved. And did I hear one of the boys was cursing over here? Um, excuse me. Did I hear you say one of the boys was cursing over here in the most disgusted Karen voice ever? And did you turn around and say, hey, F off, Karen. Oh, I wanted to. Why didn't you? <laughs> How good would you oh, feel right now? You know, in movies, when people fantasize about what they are going to actually do in a situation like that, and they just attack the person like it's all on, like that actually went through my head. I just could see myself lunging for her, but I didn't. In my daughter's first movie that she made last year, (laughs) it's all set in a comic book store, Mm. and the boss is yelling at his employee for not doing a good job, and the employee punches him in the face repeatedly. And then you realize, oh, she's just fantasizing. It. <laughs> that? When this was presented at my daughter's college film festival, people are like, what the hell is wrong with your kid? <laughs> and I'm like, hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. She's not about the rom-com, pal. <laughs> She's dark. <laughs> She's dark. She made that scene. Mm. And you wanted oh, to do that. God. Yes, mm-hmm. I sure did. But... I remembered, my husband (laughs) works here. My husband is a ref here. He's a coach here. I can't be the mom who verbally attacks another mom on the team. I wish I'd been there with you. So my eyes were just bug-eyed staring at her. Oh, I would have been, get him, get him, get her, tell her. So Chip jumped in. Yeah, (laughs) Chip jumped in before I could really do on anything, you know, do anything. He was like, yes, you know, I'm, I'm having a talk with my son here who said a word and I'm, you know, we're taking care of it right now. And she put her hand on her chest and goes, oh my gosh. And just like walked away. She looked at Shane with the most disgusted, she was disgusted? look ever. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. She was disgusted. She sealed it all with this look directly at him. Uh-huh. He saw her looking like this. She shook her head in disgust uh-huh. and like, oh, Wow. And just, like, walked away. And what did Shane do? Shane started crying. What? Are you going to cry now? Come on, cry, baby. Cry, Tommy. Karen. Karen. Quietly, he just put his head down, and the tears just started streaming down his little cheeks. Oh, my God. Does he cry quietly like Mother does on an airplane? Yes, exactly like that. Exactly when you're shameful. So she shamed your kid. She totally shamed him. Did Did you then... Did you jump her then? I wanted to, Dave. You don't oh, understand. Oh, man. You, you know didn't? How satisfying that would have been. Do you you didn't jump know? her? I didn't jump her. She attacked your kid. She totally attacked my she kid. She attacked your kid. So the only thing I could do to not go after her was to go after Shane. And I just grabbed him and I just sat there and hugged him. And I've just. Oh, that's good. Thank God he was there. I yeah. mean, thank God I had him because I had to get my hands on someone. So <laughs> I went for Shane. You know what? I, I, that's very clever of you that you took out. 
your frustration that way by loving on your son. I had to. That's pretty clever. Mm-hmm. Good for you. It was. I mean, I would have preferred that you went after Karen. I would too. I still wish I did because it's just very. I'm not satisfied. No, I'm not satisfied. It is she a got horrible feeling it. to be unsatisfied. Yeah. Mm. Are you going to set it up again so that you can have another shot at this? See, now it is in my head again. Okay, next time this happens, I'm going to be prepared and I'm going to sh- somehow just shame her and just use not like a crazy attack on her, but just I need to think of the right words to put her in her place and make her feel like the worst lady ever. When this is happening, Karen's in your face and she's attacked your son now. <laughs> she caused him to cry. She shamed him. When you guys clearly had the situation in hand, you know, it's one thing if you're not paying attention and someone's got to come over and interfere, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't needed. (gasps) Busybody Karen came over and stuck her big bazoo into your family business. Yeah. Not welcome. And I know you're hot-blooded on that kind of stuff. Yeah. When you've got me on your shoulder saying, get her, (laughs) get her. And you've got Jesus on the other shoulder saying, turn the other cheek. (laughs) Right. I wanted to. It was so tempting. Ugh. Get her. Mm-hmm. Go get her. Oh, my God. Get her. As I was texting you this, I was like... Mm. I All you gotta do is talk about her. it and you start getting boiling yeah. again. I know. <laughs> it's awful, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's awful having so that wrong. unfulfilled moment of aggression. I know. Do you know how long you'll have that? That feeling? The rest of your life. <laughs> You're taking that to your box. I'm kind of worried about that. I've got that. some of these. Yeah. Oh. I've got some of these. Oh. These unfulfilled moments where you wanted to tell someone to drop dead. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't because decorum or whatever. It's not the right thing. Right. Person. You, choose, you choose the right thing, but now you have the regret of doing the right thing. Comes at a great cost. Oh. It comes at great personal cost. Probably about five years off your life. Oh, my God. Mm. It feels like it. But you'll remember it at the very last moment. <laughs> Wait a minute. Remember that Karen that... Yeah. (laughs) 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 How do you get over that stuff? You you rewrite the script in your head. Let it go. You don't. You have a snowman come to you and sing to you. (laughs) Let it go. Hey, lady, let it go. You come to terms with it, okay? Uh And then in your weakest moment, you think about it again and... Right back. <laughs> so, there's that. I think you got to start thinking in your mind. I don't know if Karen's ever going to stick her big bazoo in your family business ever again. But if it does, you need to do a service to humanity okay. and put her right back in her place. Thank you. That's all and, you know, here. justify it in your mind. It's like, because you don't want it happening to another family. Yeah, there you go. Just give me a photo and a license plate. I got some stuff you ever in had back anybody? Of my car. That- oh, boy. You ever, have you ever had anybody get in your family business with your kid? Um, I just heard that parents were asking, who's this cult kid? He got the bad rep at the school that we're no longer wow. at. So. The school that you're what? That we're no longer at. Oh! <laughs> Expelled? Yes. Third, three-year-old's expelled. <laughs> it's on his permanent record, you know. <laughs> Three years old. Three years old, kicked out. Yeah. You're going to have to Double secret probation. You're out. Yeah. Did the dean walk up to Colt and say, and I have notified your draft board that you are now eligible for military service. <laughs> <laughs> she might have. Oh. 
expelled at three years old. Yeah. He's a washout really? at three. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> You're going to be the next series of bribing moms just to get your kid somewhere in school. God. I hadn't mm-hmm. thought about that. Say hi to Elizabeth. The only way to get into uh, the only way to get into a decent daycare now is to have to get Rick Singer on your oh, on your side, <laughs> make a big donation. Oh hmm. no, I think he's out of business. <laughs> so you no, he's not, Ruth. You what? hear you no, you did not hear. He is still living the high life and still has that business going on. He ratted everyone out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's not facing any fines or going to jail. Well, himself? I don't know about that, but he is doing just fine. As of last night, I was reading about this guy, but. Whoa. Different the sidetrack thing. So you heard that people were talking about your kid. Yeah. Did you get hot? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I was there one day and I saw a girl fall and Colt was nowhere near her and another kid was like, It was Colt. Ooh. I was I was uh <gasps> He's the Patsy? He was. He He's the Oswald. The Patsy. So then Not good. Uh uh-uh, uh, all the kids had ganged up on him and used him oh. as a Patsy, so we got him out of there. Well, was- we got him out of there. As soon as they kicked him out, we got him right out of there. <laughs> <laughs> it was the right thing to. Who said? Uh, who said it was cold? Was it a kid or a mom? Another little kid. Yeah. And then we were told, you know, the parents are starting to ask, "Who's this cult kid?" Mm. Because <gasps> he's getting blamed for everything. Mm. So. Mm. We're getting awfully close to. Uh, what is it when you have to get into a, a whole new world? Uh, identity. Oh, what the heck is that? Uh, Prison? No, 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 no. When you've when you've ratted Exiled. on uh, when you've been when you've ratted on uh, organized witness protection. Pr- witness protection. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You have to change your name, new location, yeah. the whole thing. Uh-huh. Got to leave his whole his whole attitude and everything behind, his whole reputation yes. behind. Start over. We did. We mm. had to start over. Mm. Find a new place. Mm-hmm. We won't go back to the other. Mm-mm. Well, you know, they didn't want to do the work. That's the right. thing. That school did not want to do the work. Mm-hmm. There's a challenge presented with your kid, mm-hmm. and uh, it's fixable. It's correctable. Mm-hmm. And you know what do they? What do you? What do you get when you're in a school like this? You get these. Who is it? They used to say these lumps of clay. These raw lumps of clay that yeah. must be molded into a work of art, and mm-hmm. they didn't want to do the work. No, is it the paper chase or something, something like that. Like that. <laughs> yeah, you can head full of mush. The whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Oh they didn't want. To, they didn't want to make the effort. Right. Yeah. I took solace in the fact that preschoolers are the most expelled class of any age group. Who told you that? No, no, no Who told you that? Gee, many Christmas. What a load. A study by what? A bunch of jailbirds? <laughs> a bunch of moms whose kids Who told you that? Out. Manson? Charles Manson? Oswald? Ah, no, stop! <laughs> the DSC is back on the KGB. I saw this topic on Instagram last night, and I found myself, because it's one of those things where I thought, oh, that's a good topic. I'm going to ask my audience... Do you have any experience with this? And all I found myself doing was writing out all my answers. (laughs) I was basically calling into the show with all my experiences with this topic. (laughs) All right. Yeah. I can't wait to hear your stories. I posted it and I was looking at everyone's answers and I was like, I like my answers better. I'm going to use all my answers. (laughs) The question was, uh, what was the pinnacle of wealth to you when you were a child? And these are usually things that you would see at other people's homes. Mm-hmm. So you'd go to your friend's house and they'd have a thing mm-hmm. or something. And you'd go, oh, mm-hmm. wow. I have some for you. Okay. One of the guys in my neighborhood had a dad 
who had a car with tilt-up headlights. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I wonder if he's in, like, the mafia. <laughs> Doorbells. Very nice. I'd be at the other kid's house. See, like, my neighborhood, my house that I grew up in was built, like, in the 20s. Mm-hmm. But they added this street. I lived in uh, this tiny little neighborhood tucked away that had uh, one, two, three, four streets. One, two, three. Yeah, four streets. Okay. And they were all dead ends. Mm-hmm. A pretty small neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And most of the streets were pretty short. Like, my street only had, like, ten houses on it. But there was this one street that they added while we were living there, like in the 70s, and it was the modern street. Because um, my house was built like in yeah, the 20s. That makes sense. You know? Mm-hmm. I think my I think my house was actually built by Black Hawk Indians <laughs> in the 1800s, something like that. Mm-hmm. And they built all these modern houses on Big Ben Drive. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And I'd be, if I ever went and played at the kids' houses on Big Bend, oh, it was like being at the Jetsons' house. They had doorbells. Oh, you didn't have a doorbell? Well, you'd be at their house and you hear, ding, dong. It was so pleasant. <laughs> you rang the doorbell in my house. <laughs> like something out of Frankenstein's laboratory. It had been painted over like in 1912. And so I just went, <laughs> Eventually, my father replaced that, but you did. Ding dong. Oh, so pleasant. Oh, there's an angel at the door. Oh, he would have hated me. What? I used to like to do ding and hold the bell, ding, and then release it, dong. Oh, that's nice. I did that at Mrs. Stanfield's house. I didn't realize she had a buzzer. Oh. So the buzzer was for like 30 seconds, she came out and she won. That's what ours would do. Pam and Ronnie Riggs had a pool. Oh, my God. Let me tell you something. Now, it was the above ground. Mm-hmm. You know, the big plastic above ground, kind of like a little kitty pool yeah. on steroids. Mm-hmm. So if you leaned on the edge, the entire pool would collapse. But mm-hmm. still, this was Richie Rich stuff. Yeah, They absolutely. had a pool. Wow. That was unheard of. In my neighborhood, I don't think, I don't know. There might have been some, there might have been some people on Big Bend who had like in-ground pools. But mm. most of our neighbors also had a garage mm-hmm. with a power door lift. Oh, you, what? Fancy. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. My neighbors. My neighbors did, not me. Yeah, they had you. You were what? the lift, right? No, we didn't have a garage. Did you hear what I said? Oh. My neighbors had a garage. Jesus. We had... Ooh. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember when my dad finally built a garage and he moved the cars off the gravel patch in the front yard. <laughs> We had one of those, too. Yeah, gravel patch in the front yard. Uh-huh. That was our driveway. Yeah. So this is a big construction project. My dad built a concrete driveway. We had a huge yard. Mm-hmm. Big concrete driveway swooping down into the lower part, and he built a big two-car garage. And he cheaped out on the last hundred bucks and didn't put in an opener. Oh, gee. Or 
Oh, everybody except him. Yeah. <laughs> Until, of course, I moved away to college. Oh, let's get a power lifter. <laughs> Granky had the Hot Wheels carrying case that looked like a wheel. I had a shoebox. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, the last thing I thought of when I had to stop writing because I was getting depressed. <laughs> Hot lunch. Oh. What is the that? The pinnacle of wealth. Hot lunch at school. I was always a brown bagger. Mm-hmm. And there would be probably in my entire high school through kindergarten, there might have been like six times we had hot lunch. And those were three different schools. So you had primary school, junior high school, and high school. We would buy hot lunch. And I don't think I knew how to use the cafeteria mm. when we had, when mother would lay out money for a hot mm-hmm. lunch. I, my friends had to show me the routine. I was like fresh fish. In Shawshank, I didn't know the routine going through the cafeteria. <laughs> Rich people. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's that, only problem. I bet it's just like my situation where mom was didn't go shopping, didn't have anything prepared, and out of desperation, she gave you the 35 cents. That's right. It was 40. It was 40 at our school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she'd lay out. It was like a little family of coins. There'd yeah. be a quarter, a nickel, and a dime. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa. Private hot lunch. <laughs> I'd get all nervous because oh, they didn't rolls. know how the cafeteria oh, worked. Those cafeteria rolls. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like I was always put off by the smell. Well, put off to me, the, weird. the cafeteria was like heaven. The way it smelled. Are you kidding? Were you a hot lunch kid every day? I never had a hot lunch. Uh, I, I thought it smelled great. Oh, the best. I was like, wow. God. I mean, because I was going home to a peanut butter sandwich every mm-hmm. day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hot lunch was like, mm. what's that? Is that food cooking? <laughs> Rolls with butter. Oh. oh. It smelled like spaghetti oh. or stew or something. That flat pizza. Savory. Yeah. The sloppy flat joes. Something. Ooh, you had sloppy wow. joes today? Oh, my God. God. Sloppy joes. Oh. Uh-huh. I'm peanut butter. <laughs> so did you have a moment... Of your childhood that just seemed like the pinnacle of wealth. Yeah. Tell me. Um, our neighbors, not only did they have a gaming system, they had the Nintendo, which was a big deal. They also got a giant trampoline in their yard. Oh, trampoline family. Mm-hmm. And then I remember the day that uh, she told me that they were going to Disneyland for the opening of Toontown. God. And that blew my mind. God. Like, we go camping. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. So the thought of a family vacation all the way to California for Disneyland for a brand new Toontown. That was unheard of in my house. No one crossed the Mississippi River in my house. Right. No. You don't know what's on the other side of the Mississippi. We don't even think it's the United States anymore. <laughs> Probably Russia or China. Don't go. Just don't do it. Yeah. You yeah. just didn't cross the Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Uncharted territory. Yeah. We didn't leave our county. Mm-mm. So I, I think it's interesting. Generationally, Emily said a Nintendo. I had written down a Pong. Yeah. That was the uh, the watermark. Someone had a Pong? Yeah. We had neighbors with a Pong. It's like, mm. oh. Uh, console color TV mm. with an antenna on the roof that you could turn. That was the other high mark. And then Mr. Rogers had a reel-to-reel tape machine. That was pretty sexy. He would remember that. That's awesome. <laughs> Don't touch that! <laughs> Don't 
Don't touch that. I thought you meant Mr. Rogers on TV. I'm like, what? No, my neighbor, Mr. Rogers. Okay. Yeah. You know, Sorry. if you say Mr. Rogers, people might think of the TV show. <laughs> I James apologize. I'm James thinking, what, I missed Mr. the episode where Mr. Rogers whipped out the Wallen sack <laughs> and sat down with Mr. McFeely and did the home radio DJ. <laughs> Uh, Anyone else got one? Well, yeah. Go ahead. Um, people who wore only store-bought clothes. Oh, my God, yes. Because my mother was really good seamstress, and she saved, must have saved a bloody fortune making. She didn't make any of the boys' clothes, but she made all the clothes for all the girls. And my best friend's family owned the Lion Shop, which was a very fancy boutique. And my friend worked there, and I used to go in and try on the fur coats and stuff and pretend I was rich. And I just thought she was so rich because she got to work there and wear those clothes. You wanted to wear a fur to school? Wow. No, no. I just, you know, you just feel luxurious yeah. when you wear one. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like that's a sign of a rich person. Yeah, my mother would make clothes, too. She always had a pattern mm-hmm. pinned to yep. cloth somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was always sewing something. David! Like, Mom, I need a, I want to get a pair of Levi's. And then I'm thinking she's going to go, David, we can only get Wranglers. And I'd be like, okay, all right, I'll take Wranglers. But the response was, David, I'll make you a pair of dungarees. Oh, no. Oh, my jeans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, David, stop being so dramatic. <laughs> Is this from the same woman who used to make you a Big Mac at home? Right? You never went out for, for food, did you? Not often. And we had the first McDonald's in the world in our neighborhood. That's right. The very That's first right. McDonald's in the world, yeah. Hey, you're on. Oops, all right. Let's see what we got here. You're on the DSC. Hello. Hi, Dave. Hey, who's this? Hi, this is Mary. Hey, Mary. Hey, uh, our friends had the first color TV on our block. Yeah. Oh, it's a big deal, that, isn't it? Oh yeah, that was so exciting. Mm-hmm. And uh, we watched The Wizard of Oz for the <laughs> first time, where we could actually see it when it turned to color. Unbelievably they, thrilling. No, it was so thrilling. Anyway, Unbelievably so, thrilling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When you're so, watching The Wizard of Oz and you have to tell your family, now, this is where the rich families get to see Dorothy <laughs> evolve into a color world. I like to think it's like little little starving children. Other families are having the food drop over their huts right now. We're not. <laughs> We never got to see Dorothy walk out into the color. It was always a black and white world in our house. Mm. Yeah, that was it. And we got to see her little shoes, her little red shoes, yeah. her ruby red slippers wow. in color. We heard the legend. <laughs> we heard the story <laughs> that it turned to color there, but we just had to imagine it. Dave, did your dad buy a color TV as soon as you moved out? Uh, he finally did get one. Oh. But uh, we certainly were not. The, we were never the first ones on the block for that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Were we, well, That was a big deal. Yeah. And then we were lucky enough to, my mom used to always go into a contest. You know, she'd always, you know, try to win things. And she won us our first color TV to Firestone tires. Nice. Wow. <laughs> cool. cool. Nice. All right. Thanks, Mary. I love your show, Danny. I love yours. See you, Danny. Danny. Says the pinnacle of wealth to him 
was when he saw his friends with Ziploc baggies <laughs> that snapped shut. Wow. My sandwiches always were those bags where you had to yeah. flip fold, them and yeah. fold them yes. and tuck them in. Fold it into itself. Us yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You never shook a bag full of spaghetti sauce over the couch at our house. <laughs> they would dump right out. Do they even make those anymore? The foldovers. Oh, they're Probably. perfectly good, son. <laughs> Your mother and I still use those. We used to use those for lids. Didn't your roof? <laughs> <laughs> Ziploc bags that snapped shut. Oh, that's funny. Oof. That is rich. Kevin, you're on the DSC. What's going on? Hey, guys. What was I, the? Uh, what was it I'm with like, the look I'm, rich to you? I was like, you know, like, Shelly had Coke. Yeah. That was Ricky down the street. He right. had Coke, and his mom made him pancakes in the morning. Oh, Not a- Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. We had Ralph plain wrap food. <laughs> but, unlike your mom, we had Carnation brand powdered milk. No. Ew. Sanilac. We yeah, always ew. had the second brand now. It was number Kool-Aid. It was Weilers. David will have Weilers. Can we sure, get right grape? There. No. We'll have lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that was us. 100%. Why you never came to my house, Kevin? <laughs> Thanks for calling. <laughs> See you, Kevin. Bye. The double pay workday is on the air 16 times today. We're giving away $1,000 so you can buy Kool-Aid and Coke yeah, and a color TV and a garage door opener and a pool. Woo. All that. Just text me the nationwide keyword money to 200-200. Text it now. The word is money to 200-200. Win $1,000 on this double pay workday from 1015 KGB. There is one thing, and I'm holding off on it, that I think is the true, if you were a kid growing up in the time that I did, that was the true symbol of wealth in a house. I mean, luxury, rich, wealth item. Hmm. All right? I'll let you know if anyone comes up with it, but I have it in mind, and there's just like very few. I think it surpasses swimming pool. Wow. Yeah. And color TV? Yeah. Wow. I do because it was so ridiculously luxurious. You've got wow. it. Yeah, I do. Tell me, air conditioning. No. Oh no. Shag carpet. Because 100 degrees with nothing every oh, summer is rough. Yeah. All the families on Big Bend had air conditioning. Oh, how bitch. about a TV dinner tray? Uh, no, that's not the one I'm thinking. This is this is actually pretty nice. Okay, what a this dishwasher. is pretty nice. Now I remember when we got our first dishwasher mm. too. God, it was hideous. It had this contraption that you had to pull out, this big black hose you had to pull out and <laughs> clamp it onto the the faucet in the sink. Oh, wow. Yeah, because, you know, it wasn't like a built-in one with pipes underneath. Mm-hmm. You had to drag out this monstrous clampoid thing. 
<laughs> with black hoses yeah. that dragged across the counters and sort of hooked up to the kitchen faucet. It always yep. leaked and dribbled all over yep. the place. And uh-huh. You had like a vice you had to snap onto the faucet. And if you needed the faucet while you were washing the dishes, it had this little red button you could push on the side to get your water. Yes. A little bypass. Yes, as long as you wanted scalding hot water. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah, drink of water. Yeah. Could it that's be wall, it. wall-to-wall carpet? Nope, that's been oh. brought up. Okay. I'll get to it. All right. I'll get to it in a second here. But it, it was like, you could hear the angels sing if you walked into someone's house and they had this. Wow. And you wanted to try it. Yeah. Chainsaw Sports is going to be next here. The DSC is back on the KGB. KGB. We got into a discussion here on the DSC this morning. When you were a kid, what was the pinnacle of wealth? to you. And oftentimes, this is when you were at your friend's house, and you'd see that they had something, and you're like, wow, you gotta be rich. And there's a thing that has not yet been discussed, which to me, I think is the ultimate. When I was a kid, and I saw this, I was like, wow. You gotta be like, you gotta be like rich. And I'll tell you, I still don't have it. I still don't have it in my house. Okay. Now, our audience wants to try and guess what it is. And I think it's I think it's driving poor Shannon crazy. Shannon, <laughs> you're losing your mind, Shannon. Oh, my gosh. I'm losing my mind. I <laughs> love this question. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have something like this when you were a kid? You saw something that was the pinnacle of wealth? I definitely didn't have it. But yeah. when I walked into a house, and it was usually in the master bedroom, and I saw someone with a waterbed, mm. I lost <laughs> my mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. You ever have a waterbed? Um, I did, I did, but not until college, and yeah. they're really overrated. Right? <laughs> I liked mine. I finally got one. Ooh. Yeah. Did you finally get one? I did oh. finally get one. Yeah, I liked mine. Uh-huh. I liked a lot. You know, they were nice and warm. Uh huh. You know, that I enjoyed. Was the best it was nice and warm until the sheets started coming up, and then you're laying on on rubber, and then yeah. sometimes you're at work and you're 19, and they burst, and not good. Oh, oh no, they're really heavy not to good. get out. Yeah, not good. <laughs> That's a good one, is that Shannon. That is yeah. not the one I'm thinking of, though. Oh, well, I got to stay tuned. I know, because it's good. Thanks. And when you hear it, you're going to be like, oh, man, I wish I had that now. Someone in the audience will figure it out. It's luxury. Right now, it's Chainsaw doing sports on the KGB. Good well, good morning, and thank you, David, and hello again, everybody, in the sports world. A 5-2 Padres lead at Petco Park last night disappeared when the Mets scored three in the seventh mm. and then tied 5-5 in the ninth. The Mets had a runner off. 2-2 two two to Alonzo. Cano leads from first. Here's the pitch. Swing and a drive. Deep to left. Forget it. This baby is long gone. For a long two-run homer that hit the edge of the old Western Metal Supply Company warehouse. Way out in left field, a two-run homer for Can you stop talking for a minute? Stop talking. <laughs> right already. Seven-to-five, New York. Instantly, SNY puts up 449 feet on that home run. The home plate umpire, Bill Miller, is talking. He just take his bat. Talking to Alonzo here. I don't know what that conversation was about. 
I don't think it had anything to do with Alonzo's bat. Uh, yeah, it did. I'll tell you what happened. Alonzo flipped the bat, and it sailed right after he swung, you know, and, and, and looked up at his home run. He flipped the bat, and it sailed right over our catcher and the umpire and landed behind them, and Alonzo didn't even care. Padres lose 7-5 at Go Park. We have a rubber match under the sun today in the Glove. And what is the Glove, Emily? Gaslamp East Village. And co-leading the choir this hour, our Boyer's Creepy Voice and... Emily's mom voice. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, yeah. Check out that You need seat. to stop talking. Oh, that's yeah. not appropriate. <laughs> there are children Push here. That seat for you. Oh, no. Yeah. What about that convenient stop rear it. entrance? You're oh, dirty. Oh, oh, You're yeah. wrong. Oh, yeah. I'll no listen that popcorn for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Padres Mets first pitch, 12.40 our time today in the glove. Can she do that every time he starts in? (laughs) Okay, can I speak to your manager? (laughs) (laughs) The San Diego Padres are the only team in Major League Baseball to never have a pitcher throw a no-hitter. Every other team has at least one. Whatever. The freaking Dodgers have 26. The Red Sox and White Sox, 18 apiece. The Giants, 17. Even the Angels have 10. The Padres, none. Now there's a guy, a guy in Oakland who's done it twice all by himself. Here's Fires reading Fegley. Now ready. Here's the turn, the kick, and the 2-2 delivery is swung on and missed on a breaking ball in the dirt. And Mike Fires has thrown his second no-hitter. And tonight, on May 7th, he has done it for the Oakland A's. And the A's have blanked the Cincinnati Reds by the final of two to nothing. Mike Fires now has a career record of 57 and 58. A losing record, yet this one loser has two no-hitters. Wow. The record for one guy is seven cool. by Hall of Famer Nolan Ryan. Yet the Padres have never had one, and Padres manager Andy Green is at a loss to explain why the Padres franchise has never had a no-hitter. Yeah, I, you know, the first inning, obviously, I played the run, uh, stolen base, and then a clean single. I uh-huh. didn't really feel like he was off that inning. Uh, Andy, I was talking about a one-hitter. I was asking about all the damage. Uh, Maybe he'll get to it. You know, he... Did what he does. Okay, I think he's going to go on for a while. Did what he does. He's going to go on for a while. We'll let him. Uh, we have goals hockey tonight at the uh, Madhouse near Midway, leading the Bakersfield Condors two games to none in the best of seven series. The San Diego Goals host game three tonight. First buck, 7 p.m. at Pechanga. Our sister station, AM 1360, will have the radio call. Uh, challenge out in front of him. In the Stanley Cup playoffs, the St. Louis Blues brother Dallas in a game seven overtime, a record third such time in an NHL season. That's a record three. One time this year, so he's in number. Three Game 7s settled in overtime seven in these playoffs. Uh, the Avalanche and Sharks play their Game 7s tonight. At this point in time to get deeper into the game. Mm-hmm. After being declared the winner of the Kentucky Derby by disqualification, Country House, the horse Country House, will not run in the Preakness, ending any chance this year of another a Triple Crown. Hmm. It could also be said, even if Country House did run the Preakness, what are the chances of a way better horse finishing way ahead of Country House again and that way better horse getting disqualified again? Uh-oh. That would basically be the only chance for a Triple Crown to remain in play if that horse well, decided to do it. You know. Meanwhile, in the Rashadova. Every crowd, there's always a percentage of you out there that had it really good growing up, right? Parents bought you everything, spoiled <laughs> you. Rich kids, you know who you are. <laughs> 
I'll find you. Because I didn't have it like that, but I had the, you know, friends that did. When I went to school, I just wanted to fit in with my rich little friends. And I would fit in most of the days of the school year. But then that one day would come every year that reminded me I was the poor kid. Picture day. (laughs) Remember picture day? Because you knew who the rich kids were, right? Right up at the front of the line. Packet A. (laughs) Yeah, see, some of you know what packet A is. 15, 10 by 12s. 32, 5 by 7s. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Six friggin' posters. <laughs> I was way back at the end of the line, not even standing in the school anymore. <laughs> It was packet Q. And it was one picture. And it was a Polaroid of the rich kid. I hated the rich kids. I'd go to my friend's house in the summertime. This would get me. I had the friends who would get those good flavor ice freeze pops. You know what I'm talking about? You cut the top off, you push them up. I wanted them, you know? Mm. Ask my parents to get me some, you know? Mm. Like, we're not getting you crap. (laughs) You want some freeze pops? We'll make you some freeze pops. (laughs) Go get the ice tray, right? Little toothpick in each one. Freeze pops of poverty pops. Skip ball association. Toronto tattooed Philly by 36 to take a 3-2 series lead there. The Nuggets blasted the Blazers by 26 to take a 3-2 lead. Tonight, the Bucks can finish off Boston leading 3-1 and a pivotal game five for the Warriors and Rockets who are tied 2-2. Head of the sports club. Is this uh, Kalen? Callen? Who's this? This is Kalen. Kalen. I think, uh, I guess you uh, are trying to guess what it is that I think is the ultimate symbol of wealth. Well, when I, when I'm, I was not, a kid. I'm not, I'm not necessarily guessing. This was actually from my childhood as well. We yeah. would go over to my friend's house and, um, their mom had a microwave oven. Yeah. And that, that was the pinnacle of wealth for me. Yeah. Pretty nice. Mm-hmm. I didn't have one of those till I was way out of college. That wasn't it. Okay. Yeah. That wasn't nope. it. And now, and I'm telling you, they, I, I still don't have one today. I still don't have it. Someone's going to guess it. It's magnificent. When I see it, it's like, well, now I've got to try that. It draws me in. It pulls me in. Let me just tell you what it is. Yeah. It's the refrigerator. That has the water and the crushed ice oh, in the door. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Man. The 
ice cubes at my house were in a metal tray with some sort of Frankenstein lever on them. Yeah. Oh. I don't know what they did. They weren't the kind that flexed. Huh. You no. couldn't just twist them and flex them. They were made out of steel. Yep. And they wow. had some lever on them that did nothing. Mm-hmm. And if you could move the lever eventually, some sort of iceberg would shatter out of there. Yep. And you'd have ice. If someone bothered to fill the ice tray. <laughs> yeah. And if you wanted a drink of water, you went outside to the hose. My friend. <laughs> yeah, you had to some those- of these kids had the door in the refrigerator with water, ice, ice options, and a light. Oh, my God. And when I saw it, I instantly had to have a glass of ice water. Of course. Crushed ice. It was like I was at McDonald's in their kitchen. (laughs) Yeah. They had crushed ice. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. It was a miracle. And I still don't have it to this day. Do you have it? (laughs) No. No. Anyone here got it? No. No. Anyone got the refrigerator with the ice and the water in the door? No. My mom got one, though, after I moved out. Of course. Uh (laughs) That's what they do. Yeah. That's what they do. As soon as my kids are out of the house, we're going to make this a nice place to live. <laughs> yeah. Get all the things we always wanted. Oh. That has got to be it. That was it for me. That was mm-hmm. it. Everything. You could have everything else. Garages, doorbells, oh. pools. Boy, if you had a refrigerator with I'd never leave. I would never go. <laughs> mm. yeah, I thought another another really big one. People that had two bathrooms. When we were kids, you only had one. Mm-hmm. It was a great big house. Sometimes they had that little powder room downstairs. Ooh, so impressive. It is 7.42 and 5 seconds, and this is your 101.5 KGBFM Sports Network. Oh, my! Sylvia, you're on the DSC. What's going on? Good morning, everyone. Hey, what's happening? Well, I had a little little, uh, rich... Poor girl story for you. Yeah. Um, so when I was little, my mom was a single mom. And for me, and we lived in an apartment. So for me, honestly, all of my friends that lived in an actual house, that was, for me, the ultimate. Because I knew if I could, I could have dogs. So those were the things I wanted the most in the world. Yeah, you wanted a dog, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so living in a house meant you could have a dog. So every time I went to a friend's actual house or the backyard, it's so cool. And, you know, I get that, and it's flipped for me. I thought people who lived in apartments were, like, the swankiest, coolest people ever. It was like family affairs, Buffy and Jody and Uncle Brian, and they had that fancy apartment with their uh-huh. butler with a doorknob in the middle of the door. Yeah. Oh, my God, that was the coolest <laughs> thing ever. Oh, my God. Uh, totally. I wanted to live in the city so I could live in an apartment like that because I knew that Mr. French would take the dog out for a walk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the coolest thing ever. All right. Thanks, dear. Thanks. See you, Have Sylvia. See you. Yeah, Emily was telling me about their first remote-controlled TV. Mm-hmm. My my dad bought my parents a remote-controlled TV because they were like 145 years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they needed a remote. And I remember the first remote that I remember for a TV is nothing like you see now. Mm-mm. It just had like a really heavy duty. It had one button and it was really heavy duty and it would just go clunk. <laughs> it just made like a clunk noise. Yeah. I don't think I don't think there was even a battery in it. It just went clunk. Like a stapler. Or yeah. And the TV <laughs> would like hear a noise. Like, oh, 
I guess you want me to change channel or something. I have yeah. no idea how it worked. Yeah, it, it was a clunker. Fork in it, uh, uh, David. <laughs> I have a fascinating story for you. Well, I told it? Emily uh-huh. Boyer will bore me to tears uh-huh. with how it works. Predicted but it, it. it. I don't think it had batteries. It just clunk. <laughs> and it had one button. <laughs> the dumbest thing ever. All right. You know, for all my all my tragedies as a little poor child growing up. I think Emily had it worse than me. What? Just found out. Yeah, you told me. You told me. I mean, yes, I had doorbell envy. The other kids had ding-dongs. We had... We didn't have one. You just had to pound on the door. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's better, seriously. House. You know, knockers are actually quite elegant. We didn't have that. No, your hand. Yeah, bad. Bash on the door with <laughs> <Yes>. your fist. <laughs> um, but there's something that we had. We actually had two of in our house that Emily didn't have anything of. And this is pretty sad. <laughs> and I think it still exists to this day. It does. Yeah. They didn't have a bathroom door. <gasps> what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh. Tell me how that's going to mess up your childhood. These things that happen to you in your childhood, you can hold on to them. Uh-huh. And they can shape how you are and you can have scars and hold on to them and mm-hmm. you know, point out to point back to these things and say, "Well, this is the reason I'm so twisted and <laughs> and crooked and broken and damaged in life. Yeah. Emily didn't have a bathroom door. Jeez. What happened to it? We didn't have one at camp, and I held my poop for five days. Yeah. Emily didn't have one her entire childhood, Boyer. Oh, my God. So thanks for showing up. Five days. Oh, my God. Her Jeez. whole life. Uh, if she goes back to visit, they still don't have one. No. Not even a pocket door? That, they have a pocket it door. Was. It doesn't work. What the and they never bothered door? to fix it. They get... Stuck and they all fall off the yeah, track. They all get pocket stuck. doors are the worst invention ever. They're horrible. Mm-hmm. They are the worst. The pocket door is the one that slides in and out of the wall like a yeah. pocket. Oh. Yeah, and they always fall off the rails. Yeah, yeah. they do. They're mm-hmm. terrible. And you you push them like a quarter inch too far, and you can't pull them back right. out. And that was the thing. You either got stuck in the bathroom for hours upon hours because no one could jiggle it off, or you couldn't do it yourself. Or Wait, someone's jiggling off it. in the bathroom? <laughs> Damn it. Mm. So my mom has completely given up. It is shoved in there so far you can't get it, and she just hung a curtain. Oh, my God. A curtain uh, as a door. <laughs> now, the rich people, and we didn't have them, had fans, too, in their bathroom. <laughs> That's darling. That, yeah, isn't it darling? Yeah. So you had no fan, no That's door. That's our smell, right. son. We uh-huh. just live with it. Uh-huh. And this is the... the bathroom right next to the family room yes oh! and that's the one you yes yeah. so when you had company over playing bridge emily had to you know paddle in <laughs> paddle in yeah what do you mean paddle in in her little footsie pajamas <laughs> what would happen when you were a kid this was before mother had invented the curtain uh-huh and did she actually make a real curtain or is it just something like tacked up um i think it uh, it's like I, the plastic just, here that you have to push no, away. No, no, no. I'm picturing a, like a lace doily kind of hangy thing to just be pretty on a curtain rod. How about hippie beads or something? Go, no, it doesn't go all the way to the ground by any means. No. It, it just kind of hangs to cover the door space. It doesn't actually Blah. do anything. For I want to go to your mother's house right now and stuff. hire a contractor to fix the door. <laughs> this is just wrong. Yeah. This, this is no way this that people just, should live like this in oh. America today. You have it worse than I did. Oh, yeah, that is bad. Yeah, but the. The curtain didn't come along until you moved out. Right. So what would you do? Would you struggle with being trapped in the bathroom for hours on end, or would you go doorless? I would close halfway. Oh. Which I don't know that that did anything. It just made me feel a little bit better, because it kind of said, hey, someone's in here. You would what? 
I would pull the pocket door halfway out so I could still escape if it wouldn't shove back in. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I could never close so, it all the way. So that were you forced? Were you forced? Is it how old of a girl? We moved into this house when I was five. Yeah. And I lived there till I was 19. Okay. Oh so God. from five until 19, you have all different levels of flowerhood. <laughs> yes, you do. Were you in there like with boyfriends over and stuff? And Yes, it was our bathroom. Oh. I'd never go to your house. <laughs> There's a reason we hung out at the people I was dating's houses way yeah. more. Oh, I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. I would have uh, house shame. Mm-hmm. It's like, we can't go to my house. Why? What, are you ashamed of me? No. <laughs> you are. You're ashamed of me. No, I'm not. Tell me why we can't go to your house. We don't have a bathroom door. <laughs> are you glad you know now? Wow. 14 years. Yeah. That's like, I have just did the math, like 5,000 events at least. <laughs> wow. Can you imagine, job. Emily? Probably 10 or 15 on the tinkles. Can you imagine yeah. Emily bringing home a boyfriend? She's 18, 19 years old. Visiting with the parents. Emily's like, I'll be right back. Excuse me, I'll be oh, right back. Then they're talking and they're visiting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> There was a lot of music played in our house. Emily, only closed half the door. <laughs> God. Did your mom cook a lot of broccoli just for a, you know, <laughs> reasonable excuse, deniability? Right? <laughs> I wonder if she got a dog later in life. Was it one of those things that's just like, that's the way it was in your family that no one ever said, can we just hire a carpenter to fix the stupid door? My mom's an ODPer, so oh. to her, she, she didn't doesn't care. care. You aren't. Right. So didn't you ever, like... No, I was a broke student. Yeah. I was a teenager. But you didn't just, like, complain about it. Can we fix the stupid door? Child Protective Services. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Citizens arrest. <laughs> I got very clever with going other places. Yeah. I'm, tell me about it. I've lived a whole life doing that. There's a tuning fork inside that room. Boy, he knows everything, doesn't he? Oh, does he? Oh, does he? Can we? Do you want to? Yes. Yes. You want to play Boyer versus the team? Yes. I heard I've got ZZ Top tickets. Is that right? Wow. Yes, sir, you do. I love those guys. All right. Who wants to play Boyer versus the team? I do. I do. I do. All right, I need the DSC listener play, too. I've got ZZ Top tickets for you. I'll tell you all about it when I get you on the radio next year. Home of the DSC KGB. It's time for Boyer versus the team. Yes! This is the bit where we attempt to prove Boyer's scientific theory that he's smarter than everybody. Who here knew that there was a tuning fork inside your TV remote control? Not me. Not me. Not me. That's because you're all busy swamping the lifeboat of dumb. Yeah. Is that right, Chris Boyer? (laughs) That is correct, David. Tell me about your theory on Boyer versus the team. Well, uh, people are stupid, but when they work together, they become even more stupid. In fact, the stupidest person drags down the least stupid of the group. And they all tend to fail. And the more they have, the worse they are. Oh, boy. All right, well, so here's how we play. 
We're going to choose an audience member to play Boyer versus the team. I'll ask a question. The team gets to go first because they're stupid. And they need every advantage that they can get. They get to work together as a team because they're morons. And then they will give me an answer as determined by the team captain, Sarah. Then the same question to Chris Boyer. Now, Boyer may know the answer, and he may hear the team come up with the right answer. He can't say, yeah, that's the right answer. He has to give me a different answer. Why? Because the team is so stupid. These are all the advantages that they need to have a fighting chance. Now, Chris Boyer is crushing the team in Boyer versus the team. What's the matter? What was that? Ugh. (laughs) Was that a yucky noise you just made? Yes. Tell me our score. Our score? Yeah. All right. Well, the team has three wins currently. Dull. Well, it's almost uh, the middle of the year. Uh-huh. It's May. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Damn it. That's embarrassing. Neither has ten wins so far. But Boyer. Boyer. Yes. Has 11 and a half wow. games currently. Pretty impressive. I love it. Scoreboard. Yeah. All right. Who is going to play? Boyer versus the team. Well, a lady by the name of someone we were talking about earlier today. Karen has called in, ready oh. to play Boyer versus the team. Are you kidding? <laughs> you want me to talk to her? She made your kid cry last night. We're going to talk to Karen? Don't She's not going to like it. Mm. <laughs> have to deal with I got nowhere else to go. <laughs> what do you want to bet she complains? I got nowhere else to go. Karen? Hello. Do you need to speak to my manager right now? <laughs> no, no, no. How short is your hairdo, Karen? All right, look, here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. I love the concert that you are playing for here today. It's ZZ Top, who I love, and Cheap Trick, who I'm desperately in love with, at Cal Coast Credit Union Open Air Theater coming up on August 8th. That is a great show. Just love the idea of these two together. ZZ Top and Cheap Trick, Okay. Fantastic. Do you know how this game works? Yes. So I'm going to give you the choice. You tell me what category we're going to play, all right? You ready? Okay. Your choices. Movies, celebrity names, famous Georges, flying, nicknames, salad. Ah, let's see. Movies. Movies it is. Okay. Now, I'm going to ask the question. You're going to hear two different answers. You're going to have to tell me who got it right. The team, Chris Boyer, or nobody, okay? Okay. That's always your safety net. You always have nobody. You stand by, Karen. I'll be right back to you, okay? Okay. You got a couple minutes? Go find someone who's doing something wrong and tell them why they're wrong. She chose movies, right? Mm-hmm. All right, team. I feel good about you today, team. Yeah. I do. I feel All good right. about the team. Sorry, boy. I just do. All right. That's Mostly okay. because you refuse to even take up the right answers when they're thrown at you. <laughs> I've kind of given up on you. Okay. Yeah. We'll see if I'm right or wrong on this one. I'm betting on the team here today. Movies is the category. Here we go, team. You ready? Yes, yeah. sir. This woman's autobiography became one of the top-grossing films of all time. And yet, when the movie premiered, she wasn't invited. And when she asked why, the producer says, mm, We don't have any seats. Sorry. 
This woman's autobiography became one of the top-grossing films of all time. And when the movie premiered, she wasn't even invited. And when she asked why, the producer says, eh, we don't have any more seats. Ring any bells, Cookie? Helen Keller? Or autobiography? She would have been dead, right? Um, of all time. Autobiography. All time. It, was it the actress? It was about the actress. Right, right. She. Yeah, so it wasn't Joan Crawford with Mommy Dearest, because that was written by the daughter. Right. Autobiography about her. Uh, uh, he didn't say actress, right? So it. Could you repeat yeah. the question, Mr. Host? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know, Boyer. Might be you today. Okay. <laughs> this woman's autobiography became one of the top grossing films of all time. And yet, when the movie premiered, she was not invited. Mommy Dearest. Oh, and you have to name a woman. Oh, crap. They would have invited Joan Crawford. She was a huge No, woman. no, no. It was the daughter wrote it. What's her name? Oh, um. <laughs> it's not one of the highest grossing movies of all time. That's the problem. Yeah, I don't. Oh, God. Oh, God. Highest grossing autobiographies of all time, not movie. 30 seconds. I think he said grossing movies. No, autobiography of all time. I wrote it down. It was. <laughs> um, okay, time's running out. What should I say? You gotta give me something because I got nothing. How much time? How much time? How much time? Oh, ruler. Oh, worthy ruler. Can you give me a countdown? <laughs> Bummer. Guess I was wrong, Chris Boyer. I owe you an apology. Please accept my apology. Thank you. Boy, did I whammy that for the team. I thought the team was all over this thing. The team just disqualified. They forfeited. There's a difference. They forfeited. They didn't disqualify. That would indicate that they did something wrong. They forfeited. No answer. All right. Hey, they got caught on this one. They got caught them flat-footed on this one. Yeah. The category is movies. You remember that, right? Yes. This woman's autobiography became one of the top-grossing films of all time. And yet, huh? Go ahead. What happened? Ruth was corrected. Please continue. Sorry. Oh, (laughs) what happened? What was the correction? (laughs) Ruth said it was one of the top-grossing autobiographies of all time, and it was film. Well, the category was movies. Right. Yeah. Okay. And remember the part where when the movie premiered, she was not invited. When she asked why, the producer says, we don't have any more seats. Chris Boyer. Yes. The team said. Whoops. So does it really matter what I say? Because they forfeit. Uh, neither can well. You can in. you can forfeit as well. All right, uh, I will take. Uh, I, I, I I can't oh. figure out why you think that would be a good idea. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I can't figure out why you, I just will never be in your strat, strategic mind. Well, you know what? Uh, I'm going to take their answer. Christina Crawford is who yes. they're looking for. Christina Crawford. Crawford. Yes. All right. Very good. Final answer. All right. Very good. Let's go back to Karen. Karen, can you come away from the manager's desk for one second here? Let's return to the game here. I'm here. I'm sure you have a legitimate complaint there at Target, but let's play the game here for a second, all right? All right. All right. So, Karen, here's the question. In the category movies that you chose, right? Yeah. This woman's autobiography became one of the top grossing films of all time, yet when the movie premiered, she wasn't even invited. And she asked why, and the producers, all they could come up with is, we don't have any more seats. The team said... Chris Boyer said, Christina Crawford. Do you think the team got it right by forfeiting? Do you think Chris Boyer got it right with Christina Crawford? Do you think the team's forfeit answer is better than Chris Boyer's answer? <laughs> you don't have to make, or do you want to go with neither? Uh, I'm going for B- Boyer. You're going with Boyer with Christina Crawford, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No. That's not it, Chris. Oh, no. That's not it. Sorry, Karen. What happened, Boyer? The boys at ZZ Top are going to be very sorry. I mean, maybe you can buy okay. tickets. Maybe you can buy tickets for the show coming up this August, but uh, I can't give you tickets for this one. Okay. Well, thank sorry. you. Thank you. Thank you for playing, okay. Karen. Bye-bye. Okay. There goes Karen. Boy, is she going to... I'm getting a bad Yelp review right now from Karen. Uh-oh. Yeah, you are. Oh, yeah. She's Are calling you? your boss right now. Um, <laughs> I thought this, I, you know what? I was wrong. I thought this one was going to be uh, easy fishing for the team. But no one's got it. No one's even close to it, right? No. No. Okay. Top gro- One of the top grossing films of all time. And it's an autobiography. And the star is a woman. Anything come to mind? What was coming to your mind when you were thinking of autobiographies, top grossing Movies about a woman. Was anything coming to mind? I thought of that Margaret Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher. With Meryl Streep. I couldn't think of a single autobiography. Every woman movie I thought of was not an autobiography. I had now. (laughs) Christina Crawford, the name I couldn't come up with. I like the. That's a good one. I know why they didn't invite her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Helen Keller and Christina Crawford. I couldn't think of Christina's name, so I didn't. That's why I was blanking. For Mommy Dearest. It would have been wrong. It would have been wrong. But it would have been an answer, and that's the only one I could think of. But did Chris Boyer show a little personal growth here today in picking up up the cast off answer? You got to give him credit for that. After he was going to forfeit, though, which was. Yeah, you didn't have an answer, huh? (laughs) You two did not have an answer. I didn't. Didn't have an answer. I'm scrubbing my brain and it didn't do any good. How can I lead you to this? It's a big movie. You've all seen it. You've all sung the songs from this movie. Oh! Now you know it. Go ahead. Sound of Music? The Sound of Music. Oh! I didn't even know if it was a 
That's a true story. Wow, I Maria have Von no Trapp, idea. the Von Trapp family singers, Aww. is a true story. You want to hear one of their songs right now? Yeah. Here we go. This is it. She sang this one on the mountaintop with all the other nuns. They all grow out their beards very long, except for the drummer, which is really weird. Because this, the drummer was Sister Frank Beard, and she didn't have a beard. No, no. Okay. The sound of music. How does the presenter refer to that band? Zed Zed Top. <laughs> what a bunch of dorks. It's a $1,000 double pay workday here from KGB. And your nationwide keyword to text me right now is credit. Text it right now to 200-200 to win instantly. $1,000 is on the line for you. We're going to play 16 times today. So another $16,000 out the door here. At KGB, it's so easy. Just text me that word credit. We're going to change that word every hour. But right now, you're good to go with the word credit. All right. Uh, so that's a victory for neither today, correct? Yes. Is that how you guys see that? Neither gets the win on that one. Yes. Uh, what about tomorrow? I hate to bring this up, but we haven't had any planning meetings. We haven't had any programming meetings. We allegedly have a round of you bet your ass for tomorrow. And I haven't heard anything about an approved uh, ass play. Not yet. Nothing. Nothing's come up. So what's the plan for tomorrow? We don't have a plan. <laughs> we don't have a plan. <laughs> yes. Plan. Did you guys bring it up on uh, your podcast yesterday? No, no, it didn't come up yesterday. It no. did not even it come didn't up. Even come up. Hmm. Well, something came up yesterday on the podcast. Why don't I take these ZZ Top tickets that I was going to give away here for Boyer versus the team and make them the podcast quiz, the pod- podcast pop quiz right now? Yes, sir. The crew does this podcast every Tuesday and Thursday. They're up to like 60 episodes now, and it's called Backwash. There's no rules on it. You should listen to this. They get to talk free, anything they want, and boy, do they ever. It's on our website, 101kgb.com. And what is the pop quiz question for the podcast today, Sarah? Name one of the many boozes or alcohols that we mentioned during (laughs) episode 58 of the Backwash podcast yesterday. Many boozes. So basically, since there were many. Just name one. Name one of them. Name we, anything you're thinking yeah, of. We revisited a lot of them. Is that right? Yeah. We saw okay. reminisced. Yeah. That was right. a good one yesterday, kids. You got to check it out. Hi, you're on the DSC. Did you hear this podcast? Podcast. Take that as a no. Take that as a no. That's the old uh, radio game where they just hear something's being given away, so they just Pavlog <laughs> dog start dialing up. I'll bet I won't have to do anything for it. <laughs> Hi, you're on the DSC. Do you know the answer to that question? Tequila. Had to be on there. Tequila? Is that a correct answer? Oh, yeah. Ruth said yes. Excellent. Well, why why am I getting blank stares? Because that was one of the... I don't remember that one. We talked about so many other ones, but not tequila. I said no, yeah. Did you, Ruth? Yeah. I could have sworn we did. Yeah. (laughs) I'm telling you. Did we not? No, tequila didn't make the cut. Yeah, I did. I don't remember it. I heard it. Well... Okay, never mind. Was on there. Yes, Ruthie's right. Oh, yes. No, it was. Yeah. it was not. Yeah, I do not remember it at all. No. I said yes. I automatically. I mean, it may have, but Ruth, are you sure? Are no, you sure? I'm not sure. That's yeah. why I said yes. Well, this is there's a prize at stake, so when you declare something, you better be yeah, sure. Yeah, Ruth, you jumped right in and said yes. Yep, absolutely. I could have sworn it. Do I have to tell him now? That? No. 
Do I have to tell this guy no? Well, if you're the out- final say, if, not Ruth. If they're outvoting me, yes. Maybe ask this uh, guy another question. Did he even listen, or is he just guessing? Tequila. <laughs> did you uh, Did you listen to the podcast? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ruth, you're going to have to explain to this guy how you told him that he won, and now he doesn't oh. win. I, I Sorry, what's his, the dude's name? That's a boy. All what's right, good name? luck. See you later. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. Didn't even bother to learn your name. <laughs> That's rough. Hi, you're on the DSC. Do you know the answer to the podcast question? Welcome to the show, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. That was pretty good. Hello, you're on the DSC. Do you know the answer to our podcast question? Vodka. Let's go to Ruth 66 and find out if she agrees with that. Ruth? See, now I don't know. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure now. We talked about so many things. You don't remember. Are you asking Ruth? Or no, I'm asking Ruth. Okay. She jumped in to be the mm-hmm. uh, the arbiter on this one here. And, and I was uh, evidently wrong, so I'm not going to say. I don't venture a guess. Well, what should time. I do with this guy, Ruth? Ask Sarah. Sarah has the answer. No, but I've, I've got you now. What should we do? Why is it on me? You're the one who jumped in first. I know, but I was apparently wrong. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> yeah, but I remember it. Uh, what about vodka? Yes. Sir. Yes, we have a winner. Yeah, win. Are you sure? <laughs> no, absolutely not. What's your name? My name is Tom. Okay, Tom, I'm going to get you these easy top and cheap trick t- uh, tickets, okay? Thank you. Yeah, you're very good. It's coming up in August. You've got plenty of time to plan for it. Tom, do you have any ideas on what we should do for ass play tomorrow for You Bet Your Ass? We haven't got that one figured out yet. How about some thumbtacks pressed through a, a strip of cardboard? Boat. How about no? That's good tetanus uh, for us. What are you hoping I'll get lockjaw? Oh, <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Boyer, do you the see the payoff just... is lockjaw? <laughs> All right. All right, we got to figure out what we're going to do for you, bet your ass. I'd love to be in on this meeting, but I got to get up to Hollywood and hang out with Sammy and the crew. They got a little show that they want me to be part of tonight, so I got to go Hollywood on you kids. But stay back here and, you know, you know where Yawn landed for a second. All right, we'll work it out. So cool. We know him. I know, right? We know him. I will be your host for the broadcast tonight. At 7 o'clock here on 101.5 KGB. But don't worry if you're listening anywhere else in America, because it'll be on all the iHeart Classic Rock radio stations. Oh, my God. Every one of... Are are you guys going to be on um, all? I guess not. Uh, No. I guess not. No. 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 We're going to be hanging out with a big-time rock and roll band here tonight. Wow. Sammy Hagar in the circle. Are performing tonight at 7 o'clock. Now, you can listen to that live here on 101.5 KGB. And uh, Emily has figured out a way to watch it as well. What's yeah. happening? You go to iHeartMedia's YouTube channel. They're going to be streaming it. Cool. Like so, you can see it. So you can watch it? Yeah. Very good. It's all happening for Burbank tonight at the iHeart Theater, part of our Icons concert series. By invitation only. And uh, I was invited by Sammy Hagar, so Ooh. I'll be busy tonight. What are you going to wear? <laughs> Chainsaw, what will be in sports next year? A new football league may not have to pee in a cup. And San Diegans can attend two professional sports games today.
I just saw St. Louis hockey fans crying oh. <laughs> on TV. Is that right? They were crying? They should be crying with joy. Oh, it must have been the other team. Yeah. There were fans crying in the stand. <laughs> That's a disgrace. <laughs> Hockey fans crying. Well, I'm investigating something right now. I am waiting for confirmation. If my suspicions are correct, another outrage has occurred. What? Oh, no. I will have I will have confirmation of it for you at the end of this sportscast oh. with the chainsaw right now here on the DSC. Good oh, morning. No. Wow. Mm. Good morning. Oh, oh, everyone's looking around at each other. Uh-oh. Is it us? Is it me? Uh-oh. What is it? Can't wait. Hello again, everybody <laughs> in the sports world. Wow. A 5-2 Padres lead disappeared when the Mets scored three in the seventh, then tied 5-5 five, five in the ninth. Uh, the Mets had a runner on base. Two and two to Alonzo. Uh-huh. Cano leads from first. Here's the pitch. Swing and a drive. Deep to left. Forget it. This baby is long gone. (laughs) (laughs) That hit the edge of the old Western Metal Supply Company warehouse. Got it. Way out in left field. A two-run homer for Alonzo. Got it. His 11th of the year. The Mets take the lead. It is 7-5 New York. Instantly, SNY puts up. Somebody didn't tell you when you need to shut up. That home run. The home plate umpire, Bill Miller, is talking. Did he just take his bat? Talking to Alonzo here. I don't know what that conversation was about. I don't think it had anything to do with Alonzo's bat. Well, actually it did. Alonzo had flipped his bat after uh, watching his home run fly out of the park, and it sailed. The bat sailed right over our catcher and the umpire, landing right behind them, and the umpire took issue when Alonzo finished his home run trot. Padres lose 7-5 at Petco. We have a rubber match today. Padres Mets first pitch 12:40 our time in the Glove. The Gas Lamp East Village. How about a sports parlay today? Padres this afternoon, watch the ball game. Then tonight, we have goals playoff hockey at the Madhouse near Midway. So Petco and Pasab, the Pachanga Arena on Sports Arena Boulevard. Um, the goals lead Bakersfield two games to none in this best of seven series. The San Diego goals host game three tonight. First puck, 7 p.m. at Pachanga. Our sister station, AM 1360, will have the radio call. In the Stanley Cup playoffs, the St. Louis Blues book depository Dallas in a Game 7 double overtime. Uh, they advance to the Western Conference Finals and will play the winner of the Avalanche Sharks series, who play their Game 7 tonight. Uh, who is it? It's Boston and uh, Carolina back east. The Alliance of American Football went belly up this spring, but that has only encouraged the other spring football league, which will kick off next year. Yes, the XFL will be back after, what, it'll it'll be 19 years by then, having lasted one season back in 2001. Remember the XFL? Mm -hmm. It is rebooting this next February, and there's word of yet another thing that will separate the league from the NFL. They might not care... If players smoke pot. I hate hippie. <laughs> XFL Commissioner Oliver Luck said he'd prefer not to test for marijuana, which could open the league up to players who are banned by the NFL or players who have chosen not to play in the NFL because they'd rather smoke pot. Marijuana is <laughs> bad. Okay. It's not a done deal yet, but if it happens, the XFL would be a testing ground for all sports to determine if marijuana truly impacts player performance. The XFL 
extremely fried league. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Democrat. What does that have to do with it? Well, studies show that Democrats are more likely to smoke pot than Republicans, but there have been many Republicans on record who have smoked. Newt Gingrich admitted it. George W. Bush admitted it. Going way back, just take a look at President Lincoln. Duh! He was moving kilos in that Sporosto pipe hat, you know? So a long history of smoking weed among Republicans. Even Mr. Ronald Reagan, my friend. Oh, yeah, Mr. My Ronald. Friend. Oh, my friend. Oh, yeah. From the early days of our administration, Nancy has been using marijuana on a daily oh, basis. No. Yeah, so anyway, the XFL may not test for pot next spring. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Meanwhile... In the national vow? Been a crazy week for me this week. My grandma's on medical marijuana, and she broke her hip the other day. She tripped playing hacky sack. <laughs> I'm like, Grandma, you smoke too much pot. She goes, how do you know how much pot I smoke? I said, because Meals on Wheels been by your house eight times today. All right, that's what... Well, my grandma, she's been married about 60 years, and I was asking her about marriage, you know, because she ought to know, and we was talking the other day about an hour, you know, she's sitting there, and I said, do you think I ought to get married? And you know what she said? Shut the door, I'm trying to poop. <laughs> and then she kept talking to me with the door there. She's like, I don't understand why you want to get married. You've only been dating that girl maybe two or three years or another. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why don't you drop the chalupa and then come on out and talk to me? I mean, this is ridiculous. Skipball Association. Uh, Toronto yeah. blasted Philly by 36 to take a 3-2 series lead. The Nuggets blasted the Blazers by 26 to take a 3-2 series lead there. And uh, tonight, uh, the Bucks can finish off Boston leading 3-1 and a pivotal game five for the Warriors and Rockets who are tied 2-2 in other sports days. Yeah. yeah, what? My investigative team is Uh-oh. in the middle of it right now, but we're doing a forensic study because there is an accusation. Oh, boy. Cheating during Boyer versus the team. What? Again? You heard me. I'm going to have the answer for you on the other side of this break. There has been an accusation leveled of cheating during Boyer versus the team. Wow. The funny thing is, which team cheated? The one that couldn't barf up an answer or the one that barfed up an answer? Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. An ugly accusation has been leveled and it's looking true. What? Yeah, you heard me. Chainsaw. Oh what? Yeah, no, oh, no yeah. Oh, oh, who's protesting way. too much? I am. Eagle Scout. There you go, Shakespeare. Wow. Maybe I should have calmed down. Woo. It's 8.42 and 5 seconds, and this is your 101.5 AGPFM Sports Network. Oh, is it? Oh, my. about cheating. You're 
remember the last cheating scandal we had here. It resulted in Chris Boyer getting a huge uh, reward, a penalty against the team. Yeah. Yeah. On Boyer versus the team. Mm -hmm. The accusation has been leveled. And it happened. Chainsaw. (gasps) During a discussion with you and Ruth about the question. Remember this? I do. Remember you guys debating about the question? Right now? Yes. And I was incorrect. What happened? What happened? I got confused whether it was the best-selling autobiography or the best-selling movie. Right. It's grossing. Yeah. grossing. And it got a little frantic because I think the clock might have been running at that point. And uh, there was a debate between you two. About whether this was an autobiography that I guess Ruth, you thought it would have been a book. Right. And Chainsaw was like, no, it's a movie. Right. He was right and I was wrong. And Ruth said, no, I wrote it down. Yeah, and I wrote it down wrong. Ruth. There's no writing things down during during the contest. I write down stuff for the blog. There's no writing during the contests. Remember? We had a whole thing, and Boyer can't have his clipboard anymore. No one can write anything down. We've visited this numerous times. But how am I supposed to get the info for the, for the blog for after? I don't know. You're not writing it down right, either. You're writing it down wrong, anyway. <laughs> well, I changed it. It's not... Well, I mean, I fixed it. it I, I don't see what purpose it serves at this point. You can't justify cheating by saying, it's my job. <laughs> I'm not cheating. It's you cheating! Are. We've decreed that it's a cheat to write things down. I wrote down the question, and I wrote down Wrong. all the answers that everybody ah. gave. Ah, see, now that the is The team answer, the boyer answer, the, then the score, but the listener's no name, one had given an the answer category, yet. the But question. no one had given an answer yet. Boyer also keeps archives, and he's not allowed to type on his archives till after the bit. Just keep a mental note afterward, Ruth, and then write it down oh, after the game. Oh, no, don't act like we're just going to dismiss this now. Yeah? We have an injured party here. Now, who who got injured? That's the question. Chris Boyer was cheated against. The team broke the rules. But how was he injured since we didn't come up with anything? Doesn't matter. You don't have to. He was injured in the fact that the team broke the rules. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, there have to be damages for us to uh, uh, give him anything. Because you cheated and still lost yes. is not really his responsibility. The uh, cheating is what true. damages him. True. You can p- punish us for the violation, but there are, no, there are no damages to him. Well, he has been cheated against. Someone just muttered, and I thought it was you, Chain, that it is an advantage to write it all down. It is? Yeah. Yes, but there's no damages. Okay, but there's cheating. Yes. 
and there must be a penalty once again. I was parsing words, and I actually mm-hmm. agree that there should be some sort of very, very mild penalty. <laughs> <laughs> what would you suggest? Oh, I don't know. Just like uh, a, a warning. <laughs> a gentle, loving warning. When you said on the bottom right corner, did you mean on the bottom left corner? Yes. Okay. Oh, Let's listen. God. Here we go. It's not one of the highest grossing movies of all time. That's the problem. Yeah, I don't. Oh, God. Oh, God. Highest grossing autobiographies of all time, not movie. I think he said grossing movies. No, autobiography of all time. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Mm. There it is. There's a confession right there. Yeah. Well, maybe you'll get your notes better if you wait until after the bit <sighs> to write them down. <laughs> we have a cheat again. Well... From a serial offender. The same source. Last time she said I'll never do it again. Again. Never again. I mean, you know, kid gets busted stealing, shoplifting at 10 years old. You go, okay, you know, we'll throw it out. The next time, maybe he's got to do a little jail time. And then the third time or fourth or fifth or whatever this is, you got to throw the book at him. Did I at one point say if if Chris Boyer gets cheated on in this again, he wins for the year? Does anyone remember that? I don't remember that at all. I know. I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ruth, did you write that down? No. <laughs> All we know is that what Ruth is writing down yeah. is not right. Well, okay. It's All not right. right. Okay. I seem to recall yeah. saying that if Chris Boyer gets cheated on again in Boyer versus the team, he gets declared the winner for the year. You guys don't remember that? I'd be happy to research that. Yeah, do. <laughs> Go for it. I don't recall it, but I... You don't but remember. We all have Showzimers. I just feel like that would stick out. I don't trust my recollection of this stuff as any kind of gospel. Right. By any means. I don't. Are you launching? Are you asking for an investigation to be launched? I need special investigators. Okay. I need a Senate mm-hmm. subcommittee right. hearing. I need protesting. I need a lot of crying and complaining. I need a shite ton of taxpayer money spent uh-huh. on a big blowout investigation that will result in a redacted book that no uh-huh. one can read. Right. That's what I need. And if nothing comes uh, from it, uh, like Donald Trump, Ruth can say, I was exonerated. I need a big book that's been blacked out yeah. and has no answers in it. Very good. <laughs> well, Chris Boyers our archivist, so if anybody could investigate this and find it, he certainly has the incentive to do so. In the meantime, what is our recourse on yet another case of cheating against Chris Boyer? A Gentle, loving reminder and warning. Because <laughs> it wasn't against Chris Boyer. Yeah. I didn't look up the answer. Yeah. For yeah, the I don't team. care how you guys want to say it. The team cheated again. I agree. Yeah. The team cheated again. Ruth needs to again. own it. Again. Ruth needs to own it first. Yeah, and before that's we not happening. Yeah, she needs to own it because we have clearly said there's no. The only person who can write down anything during any kind of contest is uh, yours truly as the scorekeeper. And I can only write down the score. I can't take any kind of notes that's true. as it pertains to the the game or song titles or anything like that. That's true. And you know what? It's not easy. It's not easy to play the game and keep score at the same time. So the next time we play a game, I want you to give yourself an advanced million points. Thank you, Mr. Host. You're You're a brilliant, brilliant man. (laughs) So at any rate, uh, Ruth, are you willing to at least, and we need this to mitigate uh, the penalty, um, 
Are you at least uh, willing to admit that uh, writing was a slight mm, a faux pas on your part? No, cheating we've had, is the yeah. word you're looking for. Did we you have cheat, any, Ruth? Except for my scorekeeping, there is no pen to paper or computer work at all allowed yeah. by any participant in this Boy, game. that was a long way to say. Ruth, did you cheat? I'm I'm pleading ignorance that I didn't know I oh. wasn't allowed oh. to. Oh. No, you're not but, helping but here, I Ruth. Admit, but, we Ruth, have a think? serious oh, problem see, here with I the cheating on the team. To, did you want to let me finish? No, because you're not owning it. We have stressed ignorance. this. You cannot claim ignorance since we have stressed it. No pen to paper, no computers at all, period. Boom, end of story, except for chainsaw keeping score. This has come up multiple times. Multiple. So to still persist in claiming ignorance on What this, did you want to say after, after that, Ruth? I just wanted to say I didn't know that it was considered cheating because before when I cheated, I looked up the answer and this was... Nothing like that, because it doesn't help anything. Okay. And so, and so but, but if you all have voted that I have cheated, then I cheated. So, okay. So you won't admit that you cheated. I just You'll, did. No, you said if we vote it. If you voted that I cheated, so I cheated. Right, but you won't admit it. I just said it. I yep. cheated. How else did you want me to say it? Uh, well, you said, you said the reason you're saying it is because we say so. Right. You don't recognize. You're not, you're not admitting anything. You're, put, you're making it almost like our responsibility because we voted it. So, not taking ownership of it. You know what I mean. I'm not sure what you want me to say. Clearly. All right. What do you think here, Tink? <laughs> what do you think now? <laughs> this is pretty bad. A, a, a loving, oh, uh, come on. gentle warning. I think he ought to be declared the winner for the year. Oh, I do. No. I really do. Oh, I think he ought to be declared the winner for the year. Well, it'll drop because okay. then we lose a bit. If you can, if you can find that archive where you stated that, and we agreed, and to we it. agreed to it, then then we can take up that cause. But for the time being, I mean, just put that on hold for a moment if you'd like to discuss. Okay, gentle, in lieu of that, in lieu of that, in lieu of that. Which, let me ask you something. Yes. Do you think that's an outrageous resort right now? I do. You think that's just wrong? It shouldn't be. Extreme. It's extreme for the uh, misdemeanor cheat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if it qualifies under the umbrella of cheat, which I agree it does, because you're not supposed to write down, but it's a misdemeanor. There were no damages. Uh, but there were was... no injuries to any parties. So it, it would would not reach the level of felonious cheat. Mm. I would call it a misdemeanor, a a very uh, spanking of some <laughs> sort. So like, manslaughter has a lesser uh, yeah, penalty than murder. Thing. Except for one thing. <laughs> when you've got a repeat offender yeah. who still continues to cheat, you yeah. throw the book at these people. Yeah. You know how that's true. Yeah. She's wearing an ankle bracelet and all kinds of stuff over there and still <laughs> cheating. Yeah. And, and, and let's be honest. Not being very forthcoming on the admitting that there's cheating going on here. Mm-hmm. Closest we've got to an admission was, well, if you say I did it, then I did it. Yeah, that's not good. No. Trouble. That's what we got. We got big trouble here. Trouble. Big. Trouble. Serious trouble. trouble. And I think we need to acknowledge that Chris Boyer is being pretty cool about it right now. Yes, he is. He's being pretty good being character about it. Man. Pretty good sport. He's a great guy. Well, He's I've got to some archives person. to review, so we'll find out. The ultimate punishment might good be my victory for the year. Listen, 
We're not going to forget about this, but we got to get on to the Half-Baked Crackpot News. I'm a busy man. I need to get up to Hollywood. Sammy Hagar's called for me. Wants me up there for a sound check, babe. A little jam session going on in H-Town tonight. I got busy things to do. Wow! <laughs> wow, wow, wow. So do you want to do Crackpot News next here? Yes, sir. Let's do it. You know he's playing this tonight, right? Is he? Well, I know if he's playing. Right, that's what I've seen if you tell me. I have seen the set list for Sammy Hagar and the circle tonight when he performs live from the iHeart Theater in Burbank. It'll be on the radio here on 101.5 KGB starting at 7. One foot on the brake and one on the gas. Now let's say you're like, oh, great. I'd like to listen to that, but I got to get to New York City tonight. That's all the way on the other side of the United States. Oh, no problem. We'll be on New York City radio tonight. And every iHeart rock radio station in between the coasts. The broadcast tonight. Seven o'clock tonight, and Emily says you can watch it on our iHeart channel on YouTube too. Yes, you can. All right, very good. Some chain. What are you gonna wear? I don't <laughs> even watching you. I don't even want to admit how much of a oh. sissy lala I've been about that. How many outfits have you tried on? Huh? How many different outfits have you tried on? In my head, lots. Uh-huh. Nothing in reality. Oh. You got to take pictures, make sure it photographs well. <laughs> what a pansy I am. No. It's important. Yeah, you care about representing the brand That's well. That's right. Have you, have you seen the color palette of the stage you'll be performing next to so that your suit doesn't clash? What do you recommend? What color? Uh, test pattern purple? I don't know. Well, you'll see it. You'll hear it all tonight at 7 o'clock when Sammy Hagar is performing for us all tonight. A lot of DSC fans are going to be in the theater with us in Burbank tonight, so I hope you enjoy it. In the meantime, we've got the Half-Baked Crackpot news rolling right now. Anna and Emily have prepared this as our top story today. We're going to get into the sad news out of Colorado, where one student is dead following another school shooting. It happened yesterday. Seven other students were hurt, some in critical condition, after two students that went to the school opened fire at the um, school in Highlands Ranch, which is near Denver. Here we have a sixth grader talking about what it was like. Uh, okay, here we go. They were trying to get the kids out. Everyone was running away from the school, trying to get out of there, trying to get out safely. Uh, Douglas County, Colorado Sheriff Tony Spurlock says the first deputies at the scene got there in just two minutes after getting a call from the school and engaged the shooter. So these are little kids? It's a K-12 through school. Oh, STEM school, oh so. so there's all, all, all ages. Grades. And who was doing this? Uh, two students that went there. Two students. How mm-hmm. old were these students? Do we know? I have word on that. Mm. Oh, 17 and 18. Okay. I have to believe that the quick response of the officers that, that got inside that school um, helped save lives. So that's what we have on it. There were uh, students that went there that were the shooters. 
The owner of a company that provides training on what to do in an active shooter situation says there is more we can do to prevent them and protect ourselves. Okay. What do you do if you're unlucky enough to find yourself in an active shooter situation? Jeff May is the president of Apex SCF and says calling 911 is not enough. The next level, as we say, of safety for our children in our schools, not just to rely on the 911 system and our responding officers. When, when, when they get there, they do an amazing job. They really do. But again, it takes time for them to get there. So what is he saying? His company trains civilians at schools and workplaces on what they can do in situations that none of us ever want to be faced with, but need to be prepared for just in case. So he offers training for those situations. So he's not going to tell us what it is. got to go take his class (laughs) or something like that. Read his book. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. But there are classes available in this day and age, which is just... Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In a good news story, a nine-year-old girl named Shaylin Ryan was at school last Wednesday, and her best friend, Kiara, started choking on a hot dog. On a hot dog? On a hot dog! My face turned red, and I stood up, and I started trying to swallow it, and then I couldn't. It was probably, like, one of the scariest feelings I ever got. Bet. But, luckily, Shaylin had learned the Heimlich maneuver the day before, so she knew what to do. It pretty much looked like she was choking, so I, tur- um, I turned around her back and gave her a Heimlich. I put my hand in a fist and put my other hand over it, and then I squeezed on her belly so she would cough up the hot dog. Nice! Yeah. <laughs> nice! And she said, you know what? I wasn't even nervous when I saw Kira choking. I wasn't very nervous because I knew how to do it. Now- Good her. This is two girls that will have a story to tell for life. The best friend that could that I can actually trust. <laughs> I know that now I have somebody to trust if I'm choking on a hot dog. Mm. <laughs> she sure is lucky. Yeah. That her friend knew how to do that. Talk about timing. Right up until her friend cashes in that chip over and over and over again. <laughs> you think it'll yeah. get old? Fighting over the date. Who gets to take the football captain to the prom? Well, Ooh. I suppose we've forgotten who saved your life when you were trying to swallow a hot dog whole, whatever that was all about. (laughs) You know you're cashing in that chip. Oh, yeah. Saved your life. You like that prom dress? Too bad I saw it first and Mm -hmm. I saved your life. Oh, you got the class that no one else can get into? Saved your life. Oh, you got the last ice cream in the hot lunch? Saved your life, lovely. Nine years old, they got a lot of years left. I'd be cashing that in every day. (laughs) What else? You may see a lot more bikes around town today as it is Bike to School Day, National Bike to School Day. And so students are being encouraged to bike to school, so heads up. The world is getting the first glimpse of the newest member, the British royal family. I didn't know students knew how to ride bikes anymore. (laughs) I know what you mean. I got to think there's 10-year-olds out there who have no idea how to ride a bike. Mm-hmm. Every 10-year-old in my neighborhood knew how to ride a bike. Everyone had a bike. Right. Kids don't do it anymore? I never see it. No. Not in my neighborhood. They get rides from their parents or they're playing video games. And talking bad about their country. Yep. And masturbating. <laughs> At 10? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That's I, pretty tough. I couldn't wait for mine to drop. Let's go to <laughs> Megan here. It's magic. It's pretty amazing. and the two. Okay, amazing, uh-huh. glowing, uh-huh. sparkling, uh-huh. awesome, uh-huh. fantastic. Good Don't for we you. have to hear from Harry too? Oh. We're just so thrilled to have have our own little bundle of joy um, and be able to spend some precious times with him as he slowly slowly starts to grow up. Blow up! Blow up! 
contrary to what some people believe, the name the baby's name is not Baby Sussex. That's what I thought. <laughs> when I got to work this morning, Harry and Markle were showing off their baby. And I say showing off, they wouldn't show the baby's face. See, like the profile. Well, Harry had the baby. Yeah. He had it tucked in his arms. Mm-hmm. And so they're saying, did he just not know that you couldn't see the baby because they had the baby wrapped up? Mm-hmm. And he had it tucked in his arms, and it's a tiny newborn baby. Right. Did he not know that we couldn't see it? Or is the baby so hideously oh, ugly? No. Oh, gored with a bonnet. Well, they all are. That all they could show was just a one square inch of cheek. They didn't dare show their hideously ugly. Bless his heart. What do you think it is? I saw more face later, so I believe he didn't know. He was a new dad learning how to handle the gourd. Total new dad. Yeah. D- and, and, you know, got to show off the baby to the press, the whole mm-hmm. thing. There's a lot more responsibility for that new dad than the average new dad. Right. I saw the headline on CNN last night. They asked the burning question. How black will the baby be? Stop it. Google it. They did not. Google yeah. how black will the baby be? Oh and you'll God. see you'll see CNN come up. And they were excoriated Ooh, nice. for bringing up the topic last night. Nice pull on the excoriation, Thank David. You. You're in top form. You're Thank ready you. for Sammy. Well, you know, I talk good. Can you use excoriate in your interview tonight? Oh, kind of a secret signal to us. <laughs> Sammy, when Eddie and Alex were excoriating you, <laughs> kicking guess. you out of Van Halen. Yes, ding, ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they did. They yeah. had that question on, and I, I don't know what their motivation was. What could possibly be CNN's motivation in asking? They actually put it as a headline that you could read on TV. Oh they put it on the screen. How black will the baby be? Jeez, yeah. God. And I don't know what the reason for that was. But, uh, yeah, people are like, hey, man, we didn't get to see the baby. We didn't get an up-close view of it. I think he tilted it a little bit more later. Maybe they said something. And when they brought the baby out this morning, like at the 4.30, it said, meet baby Sussex. And I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> here we go. This is like that Spice Girl or soccer playing a husband who had named the baby Brooklyn or Kim and Jay-Z or whatever his name Kanye? is with their Chicago baby. North they had baby. to name it Sussex. Great. But apparently they're just using that name as a stand in name on the TV news until the Real name is uh, presented. I have the real name. They've revealed it? They have. I'm so excited. Ruth, are you excited? Yeah, Dave. I'm really excited. What is it? Wow, you are pushing your limits here today, <laughs> woman. You are pushing it. I can't get excited about this baby. You are pushing it. It's amazing. Look, I'm too busy cheating over here to pay attention to some little twat's name. <laughs> what's the, what's the amazing name? What? James or Arthur is my guess. You're close with one of them. Jarthur. <laughs> Ames. It's uh, Arthur or James. It's neither one. There's an R. There's an R in it? Mm-hmm. Is it R? R. It's a pirate baby. Baby R. It's Ralph. What did they come up with? Baby Archie Harrison. Oh, Archie. God what do you know about, you dumb Polak? Is the middle name Does John have a cigar? Uh-huh. <laughs> Archie cigar. Harrison? Archie oh, Harrison. So great. I oh, love it. Archie. Oh. 
Oh, no. Oh, I love it. Archibald. Oh. And if it was a girl, it would have been Maud. Oh, man. What are you doing? Archie. Archie. I like Archie. Yeah? I think that's a cool name. I like it. I don't know if I'd name my kid that. I might name my dog Archie. Right. You know? Oh, Edith, shut up, use. 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 Archie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Archie Harrison. Archie Harrison. Arch, so is and it then Ar- Mountbatten. Yeah. You? 15 other names. Yeah. So is it really Archibald, but they're calling him Archie? The article I said had just said Archie. So okay. I don't know. No word on if that's already the nickname or if that is. Did anyone put any money down on Archie? I didn't see any betting on that I name. didn't. Hmm. Well, all right. I like it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> Archie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hadn't thought about going to TV. I mean, it makes sense. Meghan Markle's TV star in American right. TV. Right. Use a TV name. Fat Albert, Archie, <laughs> you know, yeah. all these things. Uh-huh. I thought they were supposed to use uh, other uh, used up names. They're from breaking other royals. all the rules. They're young people. They're going to do things their own way. Yep. Yeah. Well, do you not like that, boy? <laughs> no. What's the matter, Rockford? <laughs> what if they had named their son Rockford? Well, that has majesty and glory. <laughs> King Rockford the 32nd. <laughs> <laughs> they named him Rockford because he has a tail. All right, so little Prince Archie. Yep. <laughs> okay, very good. What else do we have? Uh, the day before, Amy Schumer and her husband welcomed a baby boy as well. Um, their royal baby, whose uh, little name is Jean Attell. Okay. So Congratulations to them. Mm-hmm. I'm down with some of the home remedies I hear about, you know, rubbing lavender on your feet to calm you down and stuff. But I draw the line at eating rodent meat for good health. Ew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever tried the um, Vicks on the bottom of your feet when you've got a cold? I keep hearing that's like a magic cure-all, and I've never done it. I haven't. I've, you know, when I was a little kid, my mom would put it on my chest. Mm-hmm. And then she always made me put on a T-shirt backwards. That's Why? <laughs> Why do I have to be a complete little Pollock? (laughs) I wish there were. She did. And now we put a. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. T-shirt and you backwards. I'm like, Mom, what? What, what is this hell? for? What is the purpose for all this torture? Why not forward? I don't know. Well, David, we don't want you to get that Vicks VapoRub all over the sheets. So right? it's like they'd make me sleep like in a turtleneck. But have you heard the story that if you put vapor rub on the bottom of your feet, on the soles of your feet, that it's like a magic cure-all for your cold? No. It's supposed to work. Now, what about this one that you've got? So there was a couple that found, heard a folk remedy for good health, which entailed eating an uncooked marmot's meat and kidney. What's a marmot? It looks kind of like a groundhog or a... Prairie dog? Yeah. Mm. High elevation, yeah. It's a yeah. rat, yeah. ground rat. Yeah. yeah. So they ate a raw rat? They did. What'd they get? Bubonic plague. <laughs> Surprise. Is this, it's let me ask. dark ages. Let me ask. Uh-huh. Is this happening in Dallas or Minneapolis? Where is this happening? Oh, well, Mongolia. Mm. Imagine that. 
What if we ate rat guts? Mm-hmm. And why is this considered a delicacy? It was. They were told it was for good health. Oh, good. So they both died. Oh, oh my God. Both well, bubonic plague. What you get? Right. I mean, that's worse, than, that's worse than cooties. It is. And then they had to put the entire town on a six-day quarantine and give everyone antibiotics just in case. Hey. Wow. Bubonic plague. Yeah. All right, we're going to do a second half of the Happy Crackpot News. All right, as we head into that, go to the website, 101kgb.com. Check out a butcher knife that falls from the sky and what? see how close it comes to just cleaving a guy in the head. How close Jesus. was it to my bottle It was right there. Was it raining cleavers somewhere? <laughs> just one. It's a $1,000 double pay workday. Now, you want to text me the nationwide keyword RED. Shoot it off to me at 200-200 to win instantly. The word is RED, and you text it to 200-200 to instantly win $1,000. And I mean now. You do it right now on this double pay workday. From San Diego's Classic Rock 101.5 KGB. Round two of the... Crackpot News is coming up. All right, we're in the middle of the half-baked Crackpot News. I guess our big story today is uh, Harry and Markle have named their baby Archie. Archie! <laughs> no one saw that coming. Archie. Archie? Uh, we have a sound clip oh, good. for you now. The uh, This is some BBC reporter. What is his name? Niles? Niall Stivett okay. was talking about talking to the baby Archie about his name. Let's listen to this here. Well, let me tell you something, Mr. Stivett. You are a meathead. Okay. Well, there you go. That's baby Archie. <laughs> what a great, great choice. Yeah. It's fun. I like it. What else do you have in the crackpot news for us today? The New York Times says that it has obtained Trump's tax records from 1985 to 1994. You can't avoid the headlines about that, so I just wanted to touch on it. They say that Trump uh, lost more than a billion dollars in those years with his businesses. Bummer. Yeah, he says Trump claimed uh, the most business losses of any American in a number of those years. So okay. The biggest loser in those years. He paid no federal income taxes for eight of the ten Shame. years mm-hmm. because of his high Shame. business <laughs> losses. <laughs> of course, he's tweeting about it, and he ends with, additionally, the very old information put out as a highly inaccurate fake news hit job. So ah. they're getting along swimmingly, as usual. Is there um, is there any kind of privacy attached to someone's tax return? Uh, there should be, right? Wouldn't you think? Here I am bringing up that question. Thank you, Chris, for questioning back my question. <laughs> Gladly. I just wonder if he's got a case for invasion of privacy. Right. You know, I wouldn't want someone digging around mine. No. It's private. I have something here if you'd like. Go ahead. Yeah. Presidential tax returns, individual income tax returns, including those of public figures, are private information protected yeah. by law from unauthorized disclosure. So someone has broken the law by revealing his return. The Internal Revenue Service is barred from releasing any taxpayer information whatsoever except to authorized agencies and individuals. 
Right. And that does not sound like it includes journalists. No. So you would think, you would hope that yours would be private. Right. You wouldn't right. want someone digging around your private affairs. Are business taxes protected like individual taxes? I don't know. Corporations have uh, most of the same rights as uh, people. So they should be. That was completely made up right there. They should be. Did you hear that? We have that was completely uh-huh. and totally uh-huh. made up. Corporations right have most of the same rights. And as, when you say uh, most, if one, if they have one of the same rights, you're covered, right? Yes. <laughs> and he said it condescendingly as uh-huh. if we should know already. You know, uh-huh. corporations and people have basically the same rights. So it should be. I don't know. It feels like someone's broken the law by revealing a private document. Right. Yeah. And who is it that uh, printed this? The Post? New York Times. The ti- Oh, the Times. Mm-hmm. The badly failing Jeff Bezos New York Times. No, he doesn't it's own not failing. New York Times. He owns the Washington something. The Washington Post. Yeah. Corporate tax returns are oh, not public Oh, I just got the stink eye yeah. from Chris Boyer. Yeah. He thinks Chris Be- Bezos, I mean, Jeff Bezos owns <laughs> the New York Times? He does. I thought it was the Washington because newspaper that he owns. It the is. Washington Post. Yeah. Yeah. Bet you $5, Boyer. Nah, it's all right. <sighs> Anyhow. It says here, corporate tax returns are not public records. They aren't even available to certain government regulators. Yeah. It's difficult to tell how much a company paid in income taxes from its financial disclosures. Yeah. I, I wonder how the Times feels about that. It seems like that they would be complicit right. in a crime. Right. If they're printing Accessory. private information that was ill-gotten. You would think. Don't you think? I yes, mean, I, would, I would think. I mean, I understand it's going to be, sell a lot of newspapers and you're going to talk about it and whatnot. Oh, hey, 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 hey. Did you hear they've revised what the Game of Thrones Starbucks coffee cup value was? Yeah. No. It's not $11 million anymore. Really? Suddenly it went to the billions overnight. Really? Uh, yeah. Someone's recalculated it in the billions. They listened to your show. Yeah. It's like someone woke up and said, oh. I guess they're right. $11 million. Right. What does an ad cost uh, on the Super Bowl these days? Five. Five. Five million dollars. Yeah. So For- all the talk on all the news mm-hmm. and everything. And that's 30 seconds on a Super Bowl cost $5 million. All the talk on every mm-hmm. single show, TV, radio, internet, and everything like that. And the whole freaking world's talking about it. Mm-hmm. Instead of one channel, one channel plays a Super Bowl commercial for right. 30 seconds, $5 million. And they're going to say it's double that? Come on. Yeah. Get real. All the individual hits from individual exposures and the length of those exposures, you add them all up. It's, yeah. it's like clicks on the internet, yeah. you know? And yeah. to say to say billions is better, right. but it's still invaluable. You can't calculate. It. Right. Mm-hmm. And so for these dopes to go, we determined it's $11 billion. 11.2, sir. <laughs> Idiots. All right. Well, anyhow. Um, what else do we have? Anna has, is saying that uh, the Times did not Anna. obtain <laughs> Trump's tax returns. Someone who had legal access to the returns gave the newspaper information about their contents. So okay. Someone on Trump's team. Right. But it was not given flat. to this person to reveal. This person did not have permission from the owner of the return to reveal right. it. Right. So a crime has been committed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's an invasion of privacy. And the Times knows that. They got it illegally. Mm-hmm. It says protected by law from sure. unauthorized disclosure. Hmm. Because you would want that. No. Wouldn't you? you wouldn't? Uh, no, 
Yes, I would want the yeah. You, you would want you would want privacy for your own, of course, private affairs, your own documents. Of course, you would. And the person that uh, knows this doesn't have that authorization to disclose it. No, I wouldn't think. No, well, they'd have to they'd have to whip out a letter from Trump saying, "Here, you've got permission to do whatever you want with this." Thing they don't have that. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's just it sets a bad precedent. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, even if you hate Trump right now, and I get it, half the world does, right? You hate Trump. Someone else is going to get in. It might be someone that you like. You don't want them treated this way. No. And we're just setting bad precedent for the president. Right. To just automatically treat these people bad. It ought to end, whether you like them or not. Right. It just ought to end. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, what else do we have? Well, speaking of that Game of Thrones coffee cup, uh, HBO has digitally removed it from oh. this past Sunday's episode. So, any future showings of the episode, if you watch it online, or any of the videos that they... Are- I think they should have... Put stuff in. They should put it like a Game Boy in there. <laughs> Big color TV. Put the Winterfell or the Stark. Put a Ferrari in there. Mm-hmm. Stark symbol on it. Mm-hmm. Their sigil. Um, people are saying, though, I wish they would have kept it in. And uh, Liam, Liam Cunningham, who's on the Game of Thrones. He's Sir Davos Seaworth. He was on Conan last night. And he started the interview by giving Conan a Starbucks cup. I was tricky to guess. Is this, is this the actual cup? That, that's what it is. That's what you've got there. Can you explain to us how this happened on Game of Thrones? It is the most meticulous show in the world. And they left a Starbucks cup on the set during a pivotal scene. Why? Yeah, it wasn't a pivotal scene. <laughs> The, the, the cup was a bit more pivotal than the scene. <laughs> and these things happen. It's a big job. People run in, and Amelia probably drinks too much coffee. He's blaming it on Amelia, yeah. who is Khaleesi, uh, Daenerys, mother of dragons. You know, uh, people are turning on Game of Thrones now. They're starting to get mad at it. It's got two episodes left, and people are starting to get pissed off at Game of Thrones. They don't like this coffee cup thing. And right. now they don't like that in last weekend's episode. This isn't a spoiler. Don't worry. They didn't like that John, who was walking away from the kingdom for whatever reason, didn't go and pet Ghost goodbye. It bugged me. He ghosted. He ghosted Ghost. He did. He ghosted Ghost. And uh, they're like, why did he have to be a dick to go? Because Ghost was sitting there going, oh, John, Uh pet me. Uh And John just walked out. He saw him and just walked out without petting him. And Mm -hmm. people are like, why was John a dick to Ghost? Because everyone loves this dire wolf Ghost. Right. Who... Is, is over there. He's all, you know, he's been in the battle. He's all bloody and cut up. Mm-hmm. And their excuse is, we didn't have enough money. Yes. It wasn't in the budget. And they're like, what are you talking about? And they're like, well, Ghost isn't even real. And it's like, what? What are you talking about? What do you mean Ghost isn't real? Well, he's a wolf. He's a dire wolf. They don't really exist. We have to make it. We can't have wolves running around. They'll eat Sansa. <laughs> yeah. So Ghost is a computer generated effect. Yeah. And they didn't want to spend the money to have John go over and pet right. a fake wolf. Now, we can have him flying dragons and yep. all kinds of crap. Yep. Don't worry about that. Uh-huh. So that is their excuse. And we- people are now, they're, they've had it up the here. They're getting pissed off at Game of Thrones now. I don't know how they're going to end it in a satisfactory way. Right. With two episodes to go. This coffee cup thing has got them mad because they're either, it's like you're not paying attention, which is bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you're just stupid. And I don't know. I found an article this morning. Maybe I can send it to on of all previous bloopers. And there was one where it's someone's dying after a battle. They're laying there bleeding out. And there's a laptop, laptop looking adapter charger cord right next to their leg. Yeah. And they said it was probably to pump the blood. 
Yeah. That when they were gushing, but they didn't even notice this yeah. electronic cord. And in another scene, you can hear an email ding. Mm-hmm. There's a conspiracy theory that they did it on purpose because they are in bed with Starbucks and they wanted to do product placement. So that makes them mad or they're stupid and they don't like that because neither excuse is good. Right. So people are getting mad at Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Now. Didn't we find out it's not actually a Starbucks cup? It's we a scrap services. Yeah. It's generic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they got all that free publicity. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Meanwhile, there are some diehard fans left, and um, they are going to the app Duolingo to learn this. You know what that means? No. You dick. That's it. <laughs> it's very possible. I, I speak Valerian. Uh-huh, you uh-huh. do. Hi, Valerian. A whopping 1.2 million people have signed up what? to learn the fake language. Let's listen to this again here. Okay, I have one of those little translators. Okay, good. And let's translate. Here we go. That's it. (laughs) That's it. Wow. Now you speak Valerian. Sweet. Congratulations. What's it called? Right. Valerian? Valerian. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else? Um, We have new Blink-182 music. Started out with plenty of nothing at all. I got stuck in the thick mud, the flash flood, punk rock, and the alcohol. Well, it certainly doesn't sound like the blink I know. Right. Okay. It's very poppy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they will be going on tour feet, uh, with Lil Wayne this summer. Uh huh. Is there a big Wayne? Not that I know of. Oh, he is. Wayne. <laughs> big Wayne. Hello, Wayne. They'll be coming to town August 7th at the amphitheater down in Chula Vista. Perhaps you'll hear that new song, Blame It On My Youth, which came out today. All right. I'm getting the old yellow signal from you-know-who. See that. So let me do this time out, and we'll continue with the Half-Baked Crackpot News after this. Home of the DSC. You know, we got a lot of work to do yet today. Really? We got a lot to do. But you gotta go. You got a very important event to attend. I don't know how we're getting it all done. Uh oh. We uh, we do not have a um, resolution. An idea on what we're gonna do on you bet your ass for tomorrow. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. We have not resolved the scandal, the cheating. That was discovered again today mm-hmm. on uh, Boyer versus the team. Uh oh. I got places to go. I got rock and roll stars to hang out with today. Yes, you do. I might have to leave you regular people behind and let the, you handle all the <laughs> grunt work. I, I, I wouldn't do that. We can pause the Boyer versus the team as we're not going to play it later today. So we can put a pause on that one and resolve it. Yep. Just to try to help you get to L.A. on time. Yep. You bet your ass, though. That's got to get figured out. That's got to get figured out. Uh-huh. We are planning on you bet your ass tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, we have to hire professional ass play people right. to come in here and abuse your asses. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't know what's going to happen there. No one's even got an idea, right? A lot of ideas have been tossed out, and I heard a lot of, nope, 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 we're not doing that. Right. So... I have stuff written down that we've discussed in the past. Oh, boy. Coming, here we so. go. A bunch of reject ideas. Just, you know, save for later, add it to the list stuff. Yeah. 
She usually means it's not the best since we don't want to jump on it. Didn't right use Uh-oh. it. Mm-mm. At least it's something. <laughs> What'd you say? At least it's something. That's right. Yeah, man. That's right. Yeah. You guys, who all have brains and ideas to think. Right. You guys don't like my ideas. <laughs> what was your idea? <laughs> Tell me. It's because it's stupid. What was it? X-Lax. <laughs> That's a great one. Because you're evil. Oh, my not God. A great no, one. we're not doing that. Jesus. Not doing that. <laughs> not doing it. See? Nope. Not doing it. Like I say, do you have any ideas? <laughs> Emily, we're done to two bathrooms for the women. Okay. Oh my oh, God, that's another thing we haven't gotten wait, into. Can we do this after no, the news? No, we can't. Please. I'm glad you brought this up. No. Oh boy, have you seen? It's, have it's you seen? Removed now. I know, but it was there this morning. What's Did that? Did you see? Oh, someone put up a big legal notice on these bathrooms down the hall again. Oh, for here. God's sake. Yes, well, right. Let me tell you what's going on here. Oh God. Look, you work on you bet your ass. I got a show to run here. And then I got to go to Hollywood. I got big people to hang out with. <laughs> My fingers twitching. I don't have time for little people. <laughs> <laughs> we are under heavy construction here mm-hmm. at the iHeart World Domination Headquarters. Mm-hmm. And the women in this uh, building are down to two toilets. Mm-hmm. There's a hundreds, hundreds of people who work in this building. And the women are down to two toilets. Mm-hmm. Two individual toilets. Right. And there's a bunch of men... Who are getting bitchy about it and don't want the toilets to be women only. Right. Temporarily. Right. It's not forever. While we're under construction. And so they made a big fuss when the suggestion came out that we allow these just to be women only. Guys, your bathroom is still open. It's not under construction. The women literally have no place to go but upstairs, which is fine. That's all legal and good and everything like that. But for people who work on the radio and have a three-minute break. Right. On commercials, they got to get in, get out quickly. So getting upstairs is just out of the question for these performers. So poor Melissa Forrest, who is the president of this company, had to get out her colored pencils and her poster papers mm-hmm. and make big color posters yeah. with her picture mm-hmm. and her signature. And she had to put her ring in the wax and put her signet on there saying these are for women only. And she has... I don't know how many radio stations we have in this place. A hundred? I don't know. She's got all these radio stations to run, and she had to spend all day yesterday with her crayons and her colored Mm -hmm. pencils and her markers and glitter Mm -hmm. making posters saying women only. Right. And some turd. Cry baby dude. (laughs) Put a big legal sign up that said, you know... When the working conditions, all toilets have to be unisexual. Oh, da, 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 da. It breaks Highlighted the and it. safety code. Yeah. The so big a guy did this? Of course it was a guy. Of course it was a guy. And it's very boyery looking. Oh, God. Very, oh, very boy. boyery looking. Boy. Yeah. And oh, he's not saying anything boy. now. He's just looking very smug right and now. And he's, he's like rocking back and forth with yes. his chin up. This means yes. he did it. Now, is the person who put this sign up right? Yes, probably. Fine. But in the spirit of these ladies, who here is denying these women, hundreds of women who work in this building, two toilets? Who is denying them that? Temporarily. It's crazy talk to me. It's crazy. Especially when poor Melissa Forrest had her crayons Mm -hmm. out, her her, her markers, her glitter, her scissors, her glue. I mean, she was making posters all day. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And the plastic blocks that have been up for a while have yeah. been opened up so the hallways to get to the men's bathroom from anywhere on this first floor is quicker. easier now. Uh-huh. It's quick. Yeah. It's you know quicker to get there than it is to walk all the way down there. Do you know how hard it was for Melissa to stay in the lines on coloring all those They're pictures? beautiful really. signs, too. Very nice. I think someone even laminated them for her. She probably had one of her flunkies do that. Probably had the sales manager. Well, Laminate these! Well, Get out of here! Well, Scorpio has something to Scorpio have. Scorpio has to have something to do. Scorpio laminates <laughs> Melissa's yes. posters? All right, that good. Well, I'm glad to see that they have something to do. Laminator Listen. programming. That's what his title <laughs> That's is. That's good for him. <laughs> and then someone had to go hang oh an God. official definition oh. of what bathrooms are. Mm-hmm. And highlighted it. Highlighted it. Highlighted oh, it. It's so annoying. And I saw the toilet seat up this morning. Well, they uh, clean it. It goes up when they clean it. So first thing in the morning, we would be the first ones to put it down. There was a hair. It didn't look there like There was ah! a hair! Because oh. I had that same thought and then I realized. There was oh, yeah, a hair. Did, did you see the hair? Now, are you no, indicating that women don't have hair? Well, toilet seat up and, I don't know, a hair. I, I don't know. No, women definitely leave trails behind too. <laughs> oh boy it's horrific yeah. <laughs> there was a hair but well, well to the point that it was clean maybe it was and they just missed a little hair you know but the toilet seat was up and there's a hair god i didn't even notice <laughs> i used one this morning down there <laughs> cookie and i tried to high pressure a spackle off but I- it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I couldn't get it off. Uh, that was nice of you. So. That fight continues. Uh-huh. I dare you to make us all have laxatives and be in those bathrooms. <laughs> Not going to happen. Dare accept it. Not dare accept it. Going to happen. Emily's no, idea. There's no bones behind it. I'm totally kidding. I don't like it. Nope. I take it back. I noticed nope. Boyer still hasn't said anything. <laughs> I have nothing to say. Boyer just kind of like sits here and takes his punishment. <laughs> he's glad no, but that I mean dude about, put the sign up. I mean up, about I'm the sure. sign. Oh. I'm sure he's well, happy that sign went up. I think the dude is legally correct. He is. But, but how is that helpful to the situation? Well, the law doesn't have to be helpful. It just well, has to be legal. But coworkers Like when can you be set, tell somebody we have made it illegal to take notes, and then they continue to oh, take boy. notes. <laughs> we haven't got that resolved. <laughs> we haven't got that resolved. I don't think we have my news done. I got Sarah going on and on here about hairs when I'm trying to show her a yellow light. Do you mind, Matt? Put your own toilet seat down and get your hair off the toilet. I got a yellow light on right now, ladies. I'm never getting out of here. Someone call Sammy Hagar and put the show off till 8 o'clock. <laughs> I have important work in Hollywood. I can't stay here and hang out with you Santee Scripps Ranch yeah. people. Quick timeout, we're on the DSH. 10 o'clock. This is the House of Rock. KGB San Diego. Dave Rickards, Emily McGuire, Cookie, Chainsaw Randall, the DSC show. Where are we at, Emily? Uh, one more story before news quiz. Okay. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. All right. In the new issue of GQ, Courtney Love was asked if 
Brad Pitt should play Kurt Cobain in a movie. Okay, Courtney Love, former wife of Kurt Cobain. Okay, right. great. Gotcha. Should Brad Pitt play Kurt Cobain? Now, hmm. I get that Brad played Benjamin Button and is looked younger than he is in movies, but Brad's 55 and Kurt only lived to 27, so that Whoa. seems like a weird pick for the interviewer to throw out there, but Courtney did respond. She says, Kurt had more presence and more beauty than Brad Pitt. He was a leader. He was strong. In fact, he was well effing hung, if you really want to know. So mm-hmm. she's bragging about Kurt's man size. Okay. And uh, somehow we were able to get Kurt's response to the compliment. Number 13. 13. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> were those his last words? Yeah. Is that right after the shot? <laughs> and he's gone. Okay. Got a good rhythm to it. Is that... Uh, is that what I think it is? Yes. Is that Sarah trying to be confident? Uh-huh. Is that her trying to make the quattro? Yeah. That's, wow. Not in a million years would I guess that. that. That just sounds like someone's, really sounds like that someone's just been pulled off life support. And he's gone. Let's read the will. <laughs> we got to work on that. You're a really bad beatboxer. We got to work on that one. All right, very good. Anything else today? <laughs> Just a reminder, on our website, 101kgb.com, you can see the butcher knife falling from the sky. It had slipped out of someone's hand doing the dishes and God. went flying down, narrowly missing a guy walking down the street. No kidding. The owner came running out downstairs. Out a window? Yeah. Oh, boy. The owner came downstairs. Sorry about that. Grabbed the knife. Oh, my <laughs> It's like guys are walking down the street and a piano lands right next right. to them. I was wondering, how does a piano land or a safe? Right. You know? Yeah. Not good. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. All right, well, I'm glad he wasn't hurt. Yeah. It's a couple inches from his Bob Balloons. Bob Balloons. <laughs> Bob Balloons. Anything else? That. No, that's it. Just the news quiz. You want to do a news quiz? Yeah. Apparently not. Apparently not. Apparently we're going right to sports. Really? Okay. What's the matter? You don't want me to go to sports? Yeah. Okay. I won't do it. What? What do you want me to news do? News quiz for sure. <laughs> News quiz. Sure. I thought we only needed the one bump for it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on here. It's rough working with you small market people. Oh, ouch. Hello, you're on Single the DSC. True oh, advice right there. Boy, no kidding. Hello, you're on the DSC. Thank you. I can see how this is. This was an important part of the broadcast we had to get done, yeah. Sarah. I can see it. How about you? You're on the DSC. Would you like to be on our news quiz? Yes. Here we go. Tell me Prince, uh, Prince's new name. The royal baby's name. Archie. You got it. You win. That's right. They've changed Prince's name. He died, but we've changed his name. Well, you know how he changes his name a lot. That's Prince right. is now Archie. Yeah. All right. You have won. Holy cow. What is this? What? They doubled up the value on the Broken Yo Cafe card. Yeah, they did. Wow, this is a lot. This is an $80 gift card to the Broken Yo Cafe. Ooh, you basically cool. never have to eat home again for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been back there for a while. Yeah, I don't blame yeah. you. That's good stuff. Big plates, home cooking, breakfast and lunch, the Broken Yo Cafe. Have you got one in your neighborhood? No, but I'll go to the one that's close to me. Yeah. All right. What's your Eaten. name? Daniel. Okay, Daniel. Congratulations. Thanks for winning on our news quiz here today, okay? All right. Thank you. I right, appreciate it. Nice talking to you. Love your show. There he goes. I love your show. 
Let's get sports done here with the Chainsaw on the KGB. Good morning. Well, good morning, and thank you, David. And hello again, everybody, in the sports world. A 5-2 San Diego Padres lead vanished when the Mets scored three in the seventh last night at Pico Park. And then tied 5-5 in the ninth. The Mets had a runner off. 2-2 two and two to Alonzo. No leads from first. Here's the pitch. Swing and a drive. Deep to left. Forget it. This baby is long gone. And I mean way back for of the old Western Metal Supply Company warehouse way out in left field. A two-run homer for Alonzo, his 11th of the year. The Mets take the lead. It is 7-5 New York. Instantly, SNY puts up four. We come two words for you. Shut the feet up. <laughs> home run. The home plate umpire, Bill Miller, is talking. He just take his bat. Talking to Alonzo here. I don't know what that conversation was about. I don't think it had anything to do with Alonzo's bat. Well, it had everything to do with his bat. After hitting the ball and watching it fly out, Alonzo there flipped his bat, and it sailed right over our catcher and the umpire landing behind them, and the umpire had a word with Alonzo at the end of his home run trot. He said, I don't appreciate what you did there, big fella. Isn't that interesting? Padres lose 7-5 at Petco Park. We have a rubber match today under the sun at Petco Park, and... Uh, leading the choir today, a special impromptu a switcheroo suggestion by listener Uzi. What's Uzi? Uh, what's he thinking? Emily in her creepy talking oh. voice. I like it. Oh. I like it. And Boyer in his that's not appropriate <laughs> mom voice. I love it. Leading uh, the choir. <laughs> Apparently not understanding sound collisions going back and forth, but that's good. Padres Mets first pitch 1240, our time in the glove. How about watching baseball this afternoon and watching hockey tonight? The goals host the Bakersfield Condors at Pachanga Arena tonight. The goals lead two games to none in this best of seven. Game three, first puck, 7 p.m. our time. So you got the Padres this afternoon, 1240, and the goals tonight at 7. Nice. Our sister station, AM 1360, will have the radio call of that goals game. Really? Yes. How about that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. <laughs> that is the quattro right there. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh, there. In the Stanley Cup playoffs, the St. Louis Blues uh, book depository Dallas in Game 7 double overtime there. The Blues will play the winner of tonight's Sharks and Avalanche Game 7 for the Western Conference Championship. Boston and Carolina play for the Eastern Crown beginning tomorrow. Meanwhile, in the National Valley, I have a friend that scuba dives. He says, you know what you're supposed to do if a shark's bothering you? Bothering? It's not like they're going, hey, you got 50 cents? <laughs> he said, you punch him in the face. Yeah, then when that doesn't work, you poke him in the eye with your stump. <laughs> a shark what if he wasn't even going to attack you what if he's just curious and he's swimming by and you go what'd you do that for 
thought you were going to attack me. Yeah, I'm going to now. I was going to let you go, but the other sharks are watching. It doesn't look good. Association. Toronto crushed Philly by 36, Kawhi and company, yeah, to take a 3-2 series lead. And the Nuggets blasted the Blazers by 26 to take a 3-2 series lead there. Tonight, the Bucks can finish off Boston leading 3-1 and a pivotal game tonight. You got to watch it, Ruth. Yes. The Warriors and Rockets are tied 2-2, game 5 tonight. In other sports, David. I don't see any other sports. Yeah. I think you got it all covered. Is 10 10 and 39 seconds, and this is your 1015 KGBFM Sports Network. Oh, wow. Chainsaw brought to you by OG Sports Brew House Pizza, your destination for baseball, basketball, and hockey finals, too. Check out OG's newest craft creations like the Easy Obsession Session IPA, the Pog. Available for a limited time at OG Sports Brewhouse Pizza. Uh, Clint joins us now here. And uh, we, we could easily do another hour here this morning. Yeah. We have so much unfinished business. Mm-hmm. Perhaps Clint could help us come to some determination on things that we haven't finished yet here today. Why, why are you making that face? You're talking about what I think you're talking about. It's what very uncomfortable. About? What's that? Which one? Cheating. There was cheating. We haven't resolved that. Oof. I got a lot of email about that. Um, what does this say here? Uh, dear Dave, first of all, you are one dumb son of a bitch. That's true. <laughs> the punishment for Ruthie's cheating should be that Boyer gets an advantage in every contest for the rest of the year. Ooh. What kind of advantage? Uh, well, I, I I don't think I'm going to entertain that one because uh, the, the cheating happened in Boyer versus the team. It was the team that cheated. Other contests do not involve the team. They involve individual performances, and I don't think everyone should be punished mm-hmm. for this particular event. Thank you. We're going to figure that one out. I appreciate the help on that one. Um... I don't know how we're going to get to the bottom of that. Well, I think just a gentle, mild warning. Loving. Mm. Negative. Mm. It was worth a shot, Tank. Thank you. I no. mean, we want to yeah. mitigate. We want to keep it as low as possible, right, no. Emily? Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Now, how many... I mean, the one thing that we've gone over <laughs> that you don't do on this show, more than anything, has been right. writing things down. Yeah. Right. And then nope. Boyer had to fail it twice to get it. And you remember when he failed it twice and he was punished. I remember what his punishment was. Uh, he was disqualified from the game. Mm. Well, we've talked about it ad nauseum. So, yeah, I've been busted on it and Ruth's been busted on it at least once. And you know what happens here when you when you look at these situations. It's like this cheating has been going on all along, you know. You talk about an isolated incident, it's not. She's been doing this all along. She's been writing the whole time. Right. So it's a long history. She just got caught this time. She got to be addressed. Her, she huh? outed herself. Yeah. Got to be addressed. by her own petard. Petard, David. 
I think a gentle, loving. <laughs> Thanks, Cookie. But you do. I think Boyer should be declared the winner of Boyer versus the team. Oh, God. Okay, so we've got the two extremes. All right. There's let's the find extreme. something okay, in the let's middle. Find some, let's start with gentle, loving warning, reprimand, and complete victory for Boyer. Okay, now let's Well, all around. your victories have to be wiped out. they got to be taken off the board. All it's three them. of them? You should go into negative numbers. Oh, oh no, no, no. You should be at negative oh, 50. That's, that's severe. Yeah. You should be at negative 50. That's severe because well, then we there's no chance. There's you might as well just give it away, give them the championship, because we're not going to have 50, what, we'd have to what just would to catch Tom him. Brady say to you right now? Oh, it's too far ahead. We can't possibly come back. Well, Tom Brady is uh, notoriously has been a cheater throughout his career. So <laughs> he and his Patriots have been like fined hundreds of thousands of dollars in traffic. They find a way to win, Chase. Uh, that was the point. Money at him? They so. find a way to win. So uh, when he was caught cheating, was it four game suspension? Yes, yeah. Tom so Brady was suspended. What percentage of the field? One fourth. That? One fourth. So how many weeks do we have left? <laughs> well, in the year and then. Mm. Give him that many victories. Got to address this. We got to like about twenty five, twenty six, twenty eight, something like that. We got to resolve this before the before this week is out here. Got to determine what the punishment for the team is going to be. The team Mm -hmm. serial cheaters, serial cheaters, repeat serial regular cheaters won't even admit that they're cheating. Right? Could you? Maybe you said this. Could you? Have the opposing team start off with a points advantage, enough to make an impact, but not enough to make huh. it impossible to win huh. each game. That's each already game. happened. That didn't work. Oh, yeah. oh, we already had to give him an advantage. That was the last time he got cheated on. Oh. What was he given? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Games. Eight and a half games. And what's his? What's wasn't his deterred score? enough. Oh, what's his current score? Eleven. Eleven and, Eleven and a half, and, and we've won three. So without that advantage, we're tied three three. You can see why he needs to be obvious. There needs to be a watchdog here, right? I'm playing against and the three and the three that you won, there was cheating happening. There's no way you're keeping those three victories. All right, then if you wipe off those three victories, would you accept that punishment? Just those Uh, team without any negative numbers. I I think we have to put Ruth in a Hannibal Lecter type suit (laughs) and put her on a dolly and wheel her into a glass prison Mm. during all contests. Yeah, Yeah, well, she'll still figure a way to rip our faces off and put it on her and then get out. Climb, s- climb up in the ceiling panels. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen what they put babies in to take x-rays of them? Yeah. <laughs> Ew, no. Yeah. Oh they put you God. basically in a glass funnel. Yes. You're immobilized. <laughs> awful. Hilarious. It's awful. Yeah. Over your head. It's awful. <laughs> well, I think wiping out our three victories, just that, I would accept. I would as well. And and, and just leave it there. Boom. Zero us out. No negative numbers. Which Emily? is darling, Chainsaw, because you usually see this in a courtroom. They bring out... <laughs> The guilty party and the judge says, "What do you think we should do?" Why are you Why are you disdaining this? I'm making an offer here, a plea it's offer here. Ridiculous! It's naive, foolish. I think representation does give what they think is fair for their client. Yes, we I think re- that's, we're representing ourselves. Yeah, we all have a good laugh and then we the move DSC. on. Right. Big boy, fair. We're Kim taking Kardashian. away all our victories. That's fairly severe, sir. <laughs> 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 Waterboarding? Taking us four months and some change to get three victories. That's right. And Tom (laughs) Brady Brady, uh, got suspended for one-fourth of his season, Mm -hmm. and we are wiping out more than one-fourth of ours. We're being punished more than Tom Tom. Because we accept this. uh, this And this punishment is being leveled on you because you cheated today, right? 
correct. Wrong. We cheated. All you cheated year. every time. It's correct that we cheated today. I was not incorrect there. You, you <laughs> but were, you cheated every your time. You're looking at this punishment for, for cheating today. You guys cheat every time. That's what I'm saying. We are wiping out our entire year's worth of performance back to zero. So, yes, admitted we've cheated. I don't think it's strong enough. I think Boyer should be declared the victor. Well, then we have no more play for the rest of right. the year. Don't cancel the season, coach. <laughs> Commissioner. Can we wait? How else will you learn? We got car- how quarter else can hours I make to you, How else will I make you better people if there isn't some suffering? Because they shouldn't have to suffer for my mistake. You're a team. Keep talking. Too late suffer for that. together. Too keep talking, Ruth. Keep talking, Ruth. <laughs> what do you recommend, Ruth? That um, I should be put out like Tom Brady. Put out where? Put out of the game for however many you decide. Mm-hmm. Gee, that does that? No. Oh, here you go. I know what he's going to say. I know what, he's what, is he, no, what is he going to say, against. Clint? What is he going to say, Clint? Go ahead. Tell me no, what he's going to say. No, because then I say it. I'm not saying it. Well, you said you know he's going. He's going to say. So I'm interested. What was he going to say? I love he's you, Ruth. But what he was going to say was, yeah. it's not like it's going to impact the team negatively. Hey, I won one, oh, of the, one out of wow. three of those oh. games today. Oh, that wow. that's good. Uh, one out of three of those harsh, games was my harsh, ass coming up with the answer. All right, let's listen to that now. One of the three victories was Ruth coming up with the answer. The guilty party on your team wants to take credit for getting one of the victories. The person who cheats regularly on this game is pointing out that she came up with one of the right answers. How do you suppose that happened? That's not a good argument. It was during my punishment phase Uh where nobody but me was allowed to make an answer. And I gave the answer in like five seconds. And you cheated that day, too, didn't you? You wrote things down, didn't you? Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did. So, I didn't, so I you didn't cheated, and you answer. want me to give you credit for getting it right on the day that you cheated. Yeah, because I didn't look it up the answer. Yeah, That's because right. I didn't know. Oh, she's che- still in denial. Yeah, she hasn't even admitted it yet, you guys. You haven't even got to f- step one. Right. Wow. This is astonishing. Is it really now? Yes. <laughs> I heard the mocking. <laughs> Pot meet the kettle. <laughs> <laughs> on top of that... What else didn't we get? To? Oh, we don't know what you we're doing. Now. You bet your ass tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Hmm? We need to make this show like six hours long. <laughs> yes, you do. I'm not getting it done. <laughs> Clint. You do. You have a big thing tonight. <laughs> I do want to say thank you to Heller, the home seller, Unicorn Jewelry, Saquon Casino, and the San Diego Ford dealers. And I've gotten texts from them all today. All four of them want their money back sponsoring a show that was cheated on. Today. Oh, my goodness. And I, I, oh, wow. I, frankly, I have to go up to Melissa Forrest now this mm, morning, mm. who is busy making color posters yes. on who can tinkle <laughs> in what room. Yeah. She is too busy coloring posters mm-hmm. to write refund checks to all of our sponsors today. Oof. How do I even finish this thing? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? With oh, by picking out the perfect outfit, driving up to L.A., <laughs> I would love to stay here and solve all these problems, but Sam Hagar has called me and wants to be part of a jam session up in H-Town, so I got a Van Moose here. My limo's waiting for me back. Wow. Love to stay with you and hang out, but uh, got a sound check and a jam session to make on a nationwide broadcast tonight on uh, iHeart's. <laughs> Don't do that. Let's not let's not have that part be part of the part of the broadcast. 
We'll pick up uh, this tomorrow where we left off. We'll get the punishment determined. We will have you bet your ass. It will be a great Thursday. And it all starts at 5, but I'll see you on the radio tonight. I love your show. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.